Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 273 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host who's laughing at my intro. Would you introduce I'm yourself, I'm not laughing please? at your intro. Hello, <laughs> Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back. I guess today's show is going to start with some history lessons. So Just a little bit. <laughs> we've got the so-called school marm in studio. Yeah. Who said introduce that? Introduce yourself, please. The IRL chat. Ah, they call you school mom? <laughs> yeah, I've gotten that one quite a bit. Uh, hey, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. And I'm back again. Hope everyone had a good new year. It's very good to see you. How was your, how'd your Christmas go? It was good. It was like a very long Christmas season that like seven yeah. days I felt like which oh, yeah. was I which I liked you know I want to be able to enjoy the holiday we uh we we worked and I, I thought it was kind of like it was relaxing but still work but kind of nice because like the the office was kind of a ghost town and I Mary I don't know if Mary liked it but I liked the the ghost I town felt like it, it was a little creepy and I don't like that in the winter it's just pitch black <laughs> outside every time that we're done with the show mm. when it felt like I was just beginning my day. Do you think that when they came up with the term seasonal affective disorder, they did that on purpose so they could spell sad? Yeah. I think they do this with like bills in Congress too. They're like, we have an acronym that we want. We're the just going to plug American diet. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it's with the shield. No. Like I, they explain the, the I don't mind when the office is uh, kind of quiet. I find myself working like weirder and weirder hours, especially because yeah. the news cycle can be a little bit, we were talking about this before the show, can be a little bit slow. So like, I'll have nothing for a couple hours and then right until like midnight because there's a bunch of stuff that got yeah. released at like seven o'clock and because it's like the weird airport zone time between Christmas and New Year's I'm I just just roll with it all right uh like Mary said so um Dr. Strange and the Hulk might have to pay reparations for slavery. Okay, maybe not the Hulk, but uh, Dr. Strange. You question whether yeah. that, whether to add that one. I don't. I don't want to be totally fake news on every episode. It's not. It's not my vibe. So we're going to yeah. talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about Mia, who you may know from the song "Paper Planes," which that's and her that's one. literally that's, it. That's. I'm sorry to say. That's literally it. Uh, she is saying that basically. Out of all the backlash she's ever gotten, she's never gotten any more backlash than she got for when she made the comment, Jesus is real, which just proves to you that Hollywood is full of eagle, evil psychopaths, not eagle psychopaths. That's probably, that sounds like a band name. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Bad Bunny, the psyop that is Bad Bunny and his, uh, th this, this story actually annoyed me. 
Like, more than it should have. Did you like, step into the shoes of that fan and you felt disrespected? I Yeah, well, no. Yeah, kind of. But also just, like, screw that guy. Like, he, he threw yeah. he threw a fan's phone into, uh, away, just because he could. Because he's into a, a water fountain. Yeah, okay, it was a, it was a water fountain. So, because he's a, he's a scumbag celebrity. We're also going to talk about Liver King. He's back in the news because, you know, as, as you could imagine, a guy who told you to uh, take supplements and eat liver, then finding out that he's just jacked to the gills on steroids, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lawsuit in there, $25 million lawsuit. Uh, and also Moist Critical did kind of bring to light this demonetization rule that's going into effect on YouTube that I thought was already a thing but apparently was not totally a thing before. Basically, you can't cuss in the first 8 to 15 seconds. We're going to get into it. There's a second supplemental article where they go through all of these policy changes that I thought were really, really interesting. So if you ladies are ready, we will get right into it. Mary, are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So Dr. Strange, also the slave owner from the movie 12 Years a Slave. Um, so he was, you know, I, I don't know if this was a guilt. And then you that mentioned did. that Edward Norton was in American History X. And he, my mind was just blown. Yeah, yeah. Like, guilt? the meme magic is real. Yeah, guys, like, <laughs> they're recreating... Their, their own history. Their own, yes. So, so uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is the, he has his seventh great grandfather uh, owned slaves. He bought the Cleland Plantation in 1728 in St. Andrews, Barbados. And look, the, the easiest thing to say here is the low IQ, it doesn't take a genius to say thing is, is look, he didn't own slaves. His dad didn't own slaves. This isn't his responsibility. I understand if that that's very easy. If I could estimate easy. Benedict Cumberbatch's net worth, I don't think that a few million dollars would make yeah. that much of a dent. But again, that it's not about just that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's also unjust, I think. So basically, when Barbados abolished slavery in 1830, they provided compensation to people who owned plantations that were forced to shut them down. At the time, that was six thousand pounds, equivalent to like one which is now no, no, no. It's three point six million. Oh wow! Not just one, <laughs> three point six million might have to come from Benedict Cumberbatch or other members of his family, possibly. I think this is weird because, you know, it seems like they're specifically targeting people who are famous or public figures. Like there was this one British MP who happens to be a conservative. Oh yeah, let's, let's show this is guy. Is also getting targeted because he has property in Barbados. And I want to show this guy because, like, look, okay. When I think of this story, what 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 I laughed the most about, and then that that article went away. Where did my uh, hold on reopen? Well, basically, he just looks cartoonishly villainous. Yes, he he like he looks hilariously like a like a bad. He's, he's wearing like a suit. I like deleted that that. It that made topic. you unreasonably angry. It, it did. It did. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so this guy, he's like wearing like the suit jacket and he's got the yeah. vest on underneath. He looks exactly like what you imagine a smarmy politician would You're look like. You're against three-piece suits, but a specific it's, stance it, to no, take. No, but it was, like a, it was like a wool. It wasn't like a button-up vest. It was like a wool one that you wear golfing. It's You're just, very principled against Yes, this. I am. Is this so, a political stance or a fashion stance? It's, a, <laughs> it's both. Know. It's both, okay. Um, Aside from that guy... I, I'm kind of reminded of what just happened with the Romanian government detaining Andrew Tate. This yes. guy. Here is Tell the, me this is a guy that you like, you don't just want to just... His name's Richard Drax. <laughs> just, and he's a name? conservative MP who is also getting investigated for what repar reparations he might own to 
Barbados. I, I it's also not enforceable and purely there. for vi- virtue signaling. And again, like if I think that if Benedict Cumberbatch plays this game and capitulates and does pay out the money, even though he's not being forced to, they won't be satisfied. I think that they will always be asking for more. It's not just about a sum of money. It's about, I think, a public ritual. Yeah, humiliation. Yeah, humiliation. And this reminds me of the Romanian government detaining Andrew Tate because I looked into it further and saw that they have this ulterior motive that the Romanian government has like a geopolitical motive in looking harder on crime to the rest of the world. I remember the first time that we talked about, like months ago, the first time we ever talked about Andrew Tate, you're like, well, he's working, he, like he lives in Romania. He's probably doing shady stuff if he's in Romania. It's, yeah, of course, like their police force is very infamously corrupt and they're doing things that are high profile yeah. to work against that narrative. And ultimately, it seems like it's less about Andrew Tate and more about their geopolitical motives. So maybe Barbados is making a similar move like that. What was the first thing you thought of when you saw that like they were going like they mentioned an actor specifically going after somebody who just because his grand not even his grandfather, his seventh great grandfather owned slaves. And since he's successful, I guess he should pay up. Yeah, I mean. The question of reparations is obviously like pretty hotly debated. The best response I've seen to it was from a British official who on during an interview with I think Fox News or She's maybe like, this guy, CNN. Richard Drax, the guy you're making fun of. No, she was like it, it was this female spokesperson for the British government and she was like, "No, it's very important that we uh talk about reparations. In fact, we should go after the people who were intricately involved in the slave trade." tribes in Africa that sold their own yeah. people or their enemies into slavery. That was the uh, first thing she said. She's what about what if there's black actors who came from Yeah, came, it's a really common slaves, talking point that then the media continues to skip over. I find that this argument that we would like specifically target uh Benedict Cumberbatch, like, that goes to the nepotism thing. Like, he's probably just from a wealthy family. Like, his mom was an actress who told him to not use that last name because she thought it would make him a target. Yeah. It's not that interesting, like, of an argument to me just because, like, oh, we're targeting wealthy people to pay for things from the past. Like, this is this is an argument we hear all the time. We also hear it with the way we talk about tax policy in the U.S. Uh, I don't think he should do anything about it i think that this is something that can get litigated away i never i don't think they'll actually successfully compel any of these people because it's not really about like a pop culture figure right it's about wealthy people from the british aristocracy and the british elite uh being having to pay for something they themselves are not really involved in but if they refuse to pay it it makes them look bad like i don't personally like that game i think mary's right it's probably just a political mood on barbados's part but you know to the to the extent of time like this happens and will continue to happen pretty regularly. I don't think that there is a way to stop people from trying to get someone to pay for the sins of the past, especially when it's that far removed. And the person in the article, the very first person who was talking about it, the person from Barbados that was pushing for this, was a self-described revolutionary who's clearly going for revolutionary policies that are a form of wealth redistribution. Some people thought that this could be a slam dunk for... Cumberbatch on the front of PR like it's an easy win for him because money and, what is three million dollars to someone who acts in Marvel films as a leading yeah. man like obviously it's a drop in the bucket and then he would be able to clear his name and get in good with the people that are playing this virtue signal not game. really clearing his name right he's in some ways just 
affirming this accusation that's leveled against him in fact they don't give any specific information about what his family's role in this did you know fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the u.s with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the u.s they have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees palm trees evergreens house plants and so much more whatever you're interested in they have it for you find the perfect fit for your climate and space Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Was, right? They say he they own slaves, but what does that mean? How many? 250, I think. 250, are we talking about people who were eventually freed and given compensation? Like, slave yeah, ownership the, the money, is obviously wrong, but there are a lot of ways that people um, dismantled that system. And the British government was one of the first governments, I think yeah. the first government in the world, to undo the slave yeah. trade. And so to a certain extent, like, Barbados, to me, is sort of saying we wish... The British government was more involved because we would have more financial support. Like, this is a weird way to go about it. Do you think that he should respond at all? No. Yeah. Like, since he's a public figure and this is, like, a big thing. I think giving it, it's adding fuel to the fire. Like, responding to this is then making it so, like, if he pays the $3 million, right, they're going to be like, well, you paid the $3 million quietly. You should have issued a public apology. Well, if you pay the $3 million and you issued a public apology, really, you should be more aware and be actively involved in, you know, Whatever. It's just this never-ending cycle of seeding things. We can all agree that slavery is bad, but I don't know that Benedict Cumberbatch is specifically responsible for anything that his great-great-great-whatever-grandfather no. did. In 2013, he portrayed William Pitt, the younger uh, the younger in the 2006 uh, movie Amazing Grace about the battle to abolish slavery in Great Britain. So 12 years of slave in 2013 and Amazing Grace in 2012 and 20, 2006. And he says he viewed his role in Amazing Grace as a sort of apology for his family's role in the slave trade. So See, he has, so he started this. He has this. mentioned it before. And just by not, by not taking a stage name was a bold move on his part when he knew... I mean, he when his no, mom... No, if he had his, taken a stage name yeah. and it had come out who he was connected yeah. to, they would have been like, you're hiding from your ancestry and your horrible ties. Yeah. Like, it's very rare that taking a pen name or taking a stage name yeah. in the day and age of the internet is actually as useful as you think it is, right? Yeah. Like, if this had been the 50s and it would be harder to figure out, maybe, yeah. but... I think that, like, acknowledging it is as much as he can do, But right? clearly, like, making that comment, like, I did this role as an apology, I made, clearly he profited off I of made taking money, that role. I made mo- millions of dollars in my so apology So that I can say sorry trade. for party yeah. rocking. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, know. <laughs> if he feels like it's an apology, you know, that's his choice. I just don't think that, like, compelling him to pay millions of dollars I for... Agree. I'm kind of surprised, though, because like most of the responses were saying that this is a good idea unequivocally. It's kind of become this mainstream opinion to have that he ought to pay reparations because 
I mean, look at this Ivy League boarding school that he went yeah, they to. Mentioned and they're like, he he just, was educated at he the He just Harrow looks school. like a rich British guy, okay? And kind we don't like, like me, it. Kind of I mean, like me that's why you're able MP. to bring up this other MP, yeah. right? Like, they yeah. are targeting the British elite and aristocracy. Like, at least if you currently own land in Barbados that has a little bit more of a claim. Yeah than Cumberbatch because like if you're removed seven generations how is that even close enough to take responsibility anymore right like generational wealth only goes so far and he's also earned for himself as an individual way more than whatever he was given I would be more interested if they were going off of the uh going after the descendants who still lived in Barbados right seven generations mean that he is not I mean I would be shocked if he is the only living relative of this person. He's just the only one of current mm-hmm. note, right? So, well, it, it's next we've got Edward Norton, yeah. notorious Nepo baby. Yeah. 12th removed grandson of Pocahontas, as he just learned. I wonder if he's related to Elizabeth Warren. Maybe he's I, I think to that Elizabeth this is Warren his opportunity to, to go full Elizabeth Warren. Like, he's he can just, like, be like Justin Trudeau and start wearing costumes. It's funny that PBS has a, has a ripoff of TLC's like ancestry show. It's also funny because now like in, a, in the climate we're in in America, a bunch of actors doing this is basically like a you're about to get a lashing for your past. Yeah. They're rolling you're the asking dice. for trouble. Yeah. You're just like, why would you want this? If you're a famous actor, why would you want to roll the dice and find out that you're related to like some warlord? Like- there were also people commenting <laughs> that it's just dubious because like I just checked my ancestry account, and I'm a 12th removed grandson of Pocahontas too. Uh, I'm sure that would apply to a lot more people than Edward Norton. Um, and then he was confronted with the fact that he's also so descended from slave owners. Here's his statement. So it says, what Does was that even like? Out? Is yeah. he like a clean slate then? Yeah. <laughs> so guess. it says, what is it like to see that? Gates Jr. asked after presenting the actor with the, fo- with the photo of a family of seven. He says, the short answer is these things are uncomfortable and you should be uncomfortable with them. Everyone should be uncomfortable with it, responded the Fight Club actor. It's not a judgment on you and your own life, but it's a judgment on the history of this country. It needs to be acknowledged first and foremost, and then it needs to be be contended with Norton added well we've been contending with it nonstop for a long time now and for a lot of people it does feel like a, a commentary on them that's what a lot how a lot of people take it and it's very easy for somebody in his position to say that while he is the platform of a PBS special uh, you know br- publicly broadcasted funded by the government so that he can get his his lashing and be done with it but otherwise I mean, why would they even ask him, how does that make you feel yeah. when he's What's not he obligated to, to feel any way about that? In yeah. fact, I think it would be perfectly valid if he said, like, I don't really feel any particular way about that because I'm not connected to that history. If the guy was really gnarly. He would ask, like, did this inform your role in American History X? Like, did, <laughs> you, did this did, did you uh, channel your ancestry? How to far play are that? we yeah. going to take this? Like, yeah. Just, no, people were making jokes about that. At least some people had a like a sense of humor about it. In relation to the Cumberbatch story, someone said, "Uh oh, time for him to burst out the time stone." <laughs> and then <laughs> another person said that uh, when he was in Twelve Years a Slave, he really had to pull that performance straight out of his bloodline. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's just one of those things. Where every time we see something like this, I know it sounds low IQ, but I'm just like, why? Why do you do this to this person who had nothing to do with it? 
But then they play along, so really, like, you have to blame it, them partly. Yeah. Do we, like, they, they bring this on themselves with the attitude that they inspire of constant guilt yeah. in Hollywood. The self-flagellation for, is, yeah. of course, like, a trait of Hollywood narcissism. It's like he avoids responsibility for what happened while also salting the wound that the nation feels for what's going on because the topic keeps getting brought up. Well, I'm like, mm-hmm. what's the purpose, right? So you go on the show, you get your ancestry tested, right? You're related to all kinds of I people. like the idea that there's, like, a joke one where they make up that you're just related to the worst person on earth that's an episode Did you of know the office that yeah. you're related yeah. to hitler like yeah. how do you feel about <laughs> it um sorry for the holocaust yeah. Yeah, that's that's what would happen like, like we what can, is this like, all about but that's what i'm saying like you go on the show you find out related to all kinds of people maybe one of them is notoriously great maybe one of them is notoriously bad and then you suddenly because you are also sort of famous are a spokesperson for this person's actions, right? Like, yeah. it doesn't really make sense, right? You didn't choose, as far as I know, what family you were yeah. descended into. So how are you supposed to account for something that happened before you were even alive, right? If you want to go on an apology tour for whatever is in your family's past, more power to you. I just don't know what purpose it's doing for anyone, right? It serves the show, PBS's, what's it called? Uh, uh, yeah. Finding Your Roots. Like, <laughs> they get probably this partnership with ancestry.com they get compensated for that they get some views Mm -hmm. they get some viral videos if they put it on their youtube channel but like i don't know why edward norton would do this other than to grovel and to show that he's like with the times and he's apologetic it is also funny too because it would probably disproportionately affect celebrities because so much of it is a modern american oligarchy in the celebrity class right like so much of our hollywood culture are four generations of celebrities or people who have like Mm -hmm. how many actors come from famous dads come from famous moms not just in acting but in business you know how uh, Look at the the Baldwins. Like how many of the Baldwins have been actors? Mm. There's so well, many. Well, some that people were... would say nepotism has is like a victimless yeah. crime yeah. where you don't have to pay reparations, even though you didn't earn that money that you inherited through generational wealth. You didn't earn it off the backs of people who were victimized. And I, took I mean, the... I would be more interested in sort of the Me Too take on this. To be honest, like there are a lot of uh, stories, especially back in like the 1920s of Hollywood. Uh, just kind of crazy parties, mysterious yeah. deaths. Eyes like, wide shut parties in the 80s. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, slavery bad. Gotcha. But who is he descended to more directly in Hollywood yeah. that he would have to then come out and be mm-hmm. like, I am very sorry that my uncle, this famous director or whatever, has been accused by multiple women uh, in the 1950s. It's far more it, prevalent you know I mean? and re- like, relevant. And it has something to do with the industry he's actually in. As yeah. far as I know, Edward Norton is not in the business of patronizing the slave trade. I mean, I hope not. It so, says that his grandfather, uh, it says, yeah, was like owned now. He was a now defunct shopping mall developer. Okay. Oh, so the environmentalists aren't asking yeah, the questions. Yeah, they're just like, like they, now for climate change. It, the thing is, they the could have asked him. quintessential real estate developer. <laughs> right, they could have asked him so many things about more relevant yeah. um, atrocities, let's say, if you believe that, with the shopping mall, that... Uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
his family has committed and they did just you support hot topic to. being put in every right. mall in america do you know what that did for fashion do you know what the <laughs> developing the modern shopping mall did for small businesses like yeah. he's not asked to answer for any of that they're giving him in in all honesty the softball did you do you feel bad that you're related to slave owners yes and i feel goes, terrible goes, <clears throat> that's yes. it <laughs> right there's that he already has he knows exactly what he needs to say this like, is the easiest answer if you had to ask him like hey your director or your your grandfather who built the shopping malls uh cut down millions of trees which you know negatively impacted the dumped, native species of whatever in the lake right the right road. right yeah. how how would he respond to that imagine they're like well how do you feel about the slave trade he's like well <laughs> he doesn't just say no off there are the pros bat. and cons <laughs> he's, like, he's like look it could happen but anybody. that's how he would respond to the shopping mall <laughs> yeah. question right yep. because he's still profiting off that wealth like i i just find this to be like yeah. the most obvious answer yeah. it's not that it's the same thing with benedict coverock being like I'm very sorry about what my ancestors did. Like, of course you are. Look, I, I think that what he said about the, it's so self-congratulatory to be like, this is my, apo me making millions of dollars off a movie role is my apology yeah. because this is my art and my art is it's my job. It's just like, like when Will Smith recently yeah. did Emancipation, and his he's daughter playing like, a slave yeah. and even his daughter is like, do we, need another do slave we really need another slave yeah. movie? Because... It's not accomplishing anything except for boosting Will Smith's ego, who has grown up essentially in the spotlight yep. and supreme levels of comfort unknown to all of human history. Yeah. Yep. And modern slavery is a thing. Like yeah. there is a very serious modern slave culture and modern slave trade that like all of these people who are being asked to comment on the very clearly condemned historic slave trade are not at all impacting right the three million dollars i can't speak to whether the reparations are needed in barbados or worth it right but like will smith edward norton under comeback none of them are like setting up foundations to help people who are literally trafficked yeah. into slave trade today the, right they the, could address a modern problem but instead we're hearkening back to the softball answer of do you think slavery as done yeah. in the early american history is bad and they all say yes like this is a softball question with no real meat and there's no real change in the world. There was the NBA owner not that long ago when asked about the Uyghur Muslims was like, nobody cares. Like these things are happening. But to be fair, we then sent our Olympic athletes yeah. to China yep. to compete, even though we're like, it's bad. We think this is terrible. Anyways, they're going to go. Yeah. But, but we, but they, we send them in protest. This is very political for your show. I'm, yeah, I'm it, sorry. It, well, yeah, we I guess we're touching on sports, yeah. which I always knew you guys were my favorite sports Super broadcaster. Chats. Caper2x said, wait, is that Brett's Marvel hat again? No, it is not my Marvel hat. This is a... Your favorite Marvel my, hat? Look, I, and, and when, when I got back, when Aaron got back from uh, vacation, he's like, did you wear it? I'm like, yes. And I, I had to like guide him. You should have been like, you didn't watch the show? You didn't watch the episode? I'm sorry, what? Yes. Uh, for the people who don't know, I, I got a Marvel hat for uh, Secret Santa. And as somebody who is very much, you know, a DC guy, not a Marvel guy, I agreed on, you know, uh, on Mass Side, I said, I'll wear it for one episode. I thought it I was it. A, a bold choice of your Secret Santa to be like, here's a Marvel hat. We're not super close, but I am going to give you a gift that you'll hate. Yeah, well, I like it. I liked it. I love for that. Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, I'll take my reparations in hat form, please. Well, I happen to have this Marvel hat. Uh, I could see. That's a treasured item. Someone gave that to you. That would, would that make me a re-gifter? An if heirloom. I've, I, if, I, if, I, if I've already worn it, I don't think that's a re-gifting because a re-gift can't be if you've it can't have been it's used. It's like worse than a re-gift. It's worse than a re-gift. It's, it's like a secondhand re-gifting. 
it's just wrong yeah there's an episode of the office where they do secret santa and jim gets like a shirt and like obviously a shopping bag and he's like i think what happened was creed forgot it was secret santa he reached <laughs> into his closet grabbed this number called it a day and then they cut to creed and he's like yep that's exactly what <laughs> like that's you with your reparations in like form. the like I, I even cut the tag off it too so it's it's can't it's not even technically a regift it's just secondhand right. <laughs> it's it's a celebrity item but it's we'll sentimental sign it if you ask him. Yes. yeah Caper2x said, Hannah Claire, how many PCC parties for Mary to do the Wednesday dance? Why are you asking Hannah Claire? It's not the authority on version. Can we get reparations the, from Spain for Puerto Rico? I'm thinking 15 for the, the dance. The Lady uh, Gaga version or the Cramps version? I like the Lady Gaga song it's, better. Yep, it's a vibe. There you got your, it. I would say 15 generation. crisis parties in a row. Also, for the there's new people in the chat today. Tim sent people over apparently from his stream today. Ah. Uh, the the little bar you see down there at the bottom, what they're talking about, that is the crisis meter. And every time we get a super chat, the crisis meter goes up and up and up and up. And once it gets to 100, we get what's called a crisis party. And I did work very hard. Well, not super hard. I worked very hard, on a, new, hard. On, a, on a new crisis party sound for Has the... It been heard yet? Week. It got heard yesterday, but a lot of people didn't hear it. So you know, if you want, I have it was not heard it. Quiet. Uh, it was kind of. I turned the volume up. So if, if we want Hannah Claire to see to hear it, you would have to. We'd have to get to that first crisis party. So cool. There now they know what it is. Johnny Derp said no cursing in the eight to fifteen. The first eight to fifteen seconds. No premature enunciation rule. That is all. <laughs> there you go. They should put that in the books at at YouTube. Wait, I'm confused. Premature enunciation? No, it's what? It's, it's a it's a pun. It's it's, it's like what? premature. Never mind. It, That's the dumbest pun I've ever heard in my life. It's not really but a pun. Thanks but for coming yes. back say to it. the chat, Johnny it was, Derp. No, uh, it was it. good, Johnny Derp. Brett, explain it. It was good, Johnny Derp. Don't Brett, listen to them. Brett, they're, explain they're just it. trying to get me it. to say it out loud, and I'm not getting clipped. Okay. What? Clef the Misfit said, "Guess the era of Cumber Bitches is over." Uh oh. Yeah, there the the phenomenon of girls intensely simping for Benedict Cumberbatch on Tumblr in the early 2010s was wild. Yeah, like that was back when girls said that they their ovaries were exploding. Like, what does that does, does that like mean? Something positive? Thing. Like that would be a bad thing if that happened. I that's don't know. That's what uh, I remember. That's what um, Anna, that Star Wars girl, said when like Henry Cavill did the the video of him building the computer. Her ovaries are <laughs> exploding. Like I'm ready for it. Like you know, you know, it's a thing. I Mac like Hunter said, "Tim made me come here." He flashed a knife and said, no more politics for you today, son. You best watch some PCC now, boy. And well, then you walked into us great, yeah, talking like, about you, reparations So the British government. So what you should be talking about is like whether you think that Benedict Cumberbatch in 12 Years a Slave or Edward Norton in American History X makes them uniquely qualified to have to pay reparations mm -hmm. because they have such a history of acting in roles that think, have to do with racism. I think instead, as like a special episode, we should watch either whatever TLC sees to find your roots is or pbs is yeah. and then guess when the celebrity comes on and be like i think they're related to a murderer i think they're related to a slave <laughs> I, owner i'm telling you make a version where it's just nothing but bad people and they go down the line with the person and like all their ancestors are increasingly worse we can also do pop culture crisis 23 and me edition there you go that'd be fun uh, Padre Mortalis, I am not reading that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, well, Padre Mortalis is, is new as far as Super Chats go. Uh, if, if you say something in particular that Mary doesn't feel is uh, appropriate for the show, she will hit you with the, quote, 
I'm not reading that. We have yeah. a uh, somebody here named Bad App who is adept, very adept at getting I'm not reading that super chats. He's going to just show up now. The thing is, like, in he the IRL chat, you can super chat something and most likely it won't be read. Yeah, because there's so many. Now you're being held accountable. We do read all super. I mean, we read all super chats, including or the ones, we don't read. or we don't read it, but we acknowledge <laughs> Not that it gets exists. read out loud. But we all it, see it. Yes. Yeah. Usually, Matt said motherless Brooklyn was pretty good, though. Okay. Was Edward Norton in that um, or something? It's a. Uh, is there is there a role Edward Norton was better in that would have made him better for it? I guess he was channeling Elon Musk too in Glass Onion. Does that what, make him? Was that explicitly stated by anybody? I mean, or I didn't take it that way. You got no, no. Other people talked about it where they felt that he was being he was playing a like a an exaggerated version of Elon Musk. But it's the Hollywood mm. we have a maladaptive understanding of didn't people that the, don't like, think like us super, version of Elon Musk. Didn't the super wealthy guy in uh, whatever the recent Jurassic Park movie wasn't he also theoretically modeled after after Elon Musk? No, like, I think they said he was the he was supposed he was to be a Jeff the Jeff Bezos. He was maybe? supposed to be the Apple guy. Steve the, Jobs? No, no, the after the Tim Cook, Tim Cook, or something like that. What reason do they have to dislike uh, Tim Cook? I, I like that. They're like, well, everybody else is making movies about Elon Musk and Steve. And, and We're going to be other- indie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about the, everyone loves that actor. That's uh, Scott Campbell. Yeah, that yeah, actor is uh, great. Yeah. That idea that he's like model off of whatever yeah. generic billionaire. Fantastic guy from Royal Pains, where he plays Boris. Royal Pains is so good. Everyone should go watch it. Uh, if you didn't watch it, it was a it was a USA Network drama, barely a drama from like two thousand nine. Sort of a drama. Sort of a drama. Bathtub television before bathtub television. A, a statistically impossible amount of medical emergencies happening in the real world. Like you, you don't expect, know what happens. Like in house, it makes sense. You're in a hospital. The medical emergencies come to you. The idea that you're like a concierge doctor and in just the Hamptons in the Hamptons and just obscene medical emergencies happen all the time is kind of a vibe elite like people man like, they're doing all kinds of stuff and you know who's in that show <laughs> a young ezra miller yeah first episode oh. of the very first episode of the show okay he's like he plays a he's like the he's got his, hemophilia right his yeah he's got hemophilia and his dad's like his ancestors invented the blender so he's super rich and his dad he's gonna pay reparations yeah his, his dad was a was <laughs> an addict played by Empire. andrew mccarthy uh, but yeah, in that show, that like a statistical impossible amount of medical emergencies, the best thing they could have done is in the last episode, you found out that Hank had something that made them allergic, which caused everyone to get sick. And that's why they all just happened to get sick while he was around. Mm. <laughs> Let's go Andre, one more and then we'll... And we then should we'll, rank we'll, USA Network dramas. Oh, dude, I, I, I've been watching Necessary Roughness <laughs> with Callie Thorne. She plays, a, she plays a, a therapist for a football team. Uh, of course, so another sports-related it's, thing. It's not. I mean, it's barely. It's got Macad Brooks, like young Macad Brooks, before he did, before he played Jimmy Olsen on the horrible Supergirl rendition and everything like that. But it's it's so good because it's like that era of television was so optimistic and not cynical. I love not cynical. Just mm-hmm. me. One more. Padre Mortelli said, "We need another newsy movie, but this time not a musical." How would they make it if it wasn't a musical? Just more dramatic. More dramatic, I, I guess. Know. All right. All right. We're going to move on. We will come back to the rest afterwards. So as you know, Hollywood, Hollywood hates religion, but in particular, in particularity, they hate Christianity and Catholicism. Uh, and MIA, who was uh, raised 
part of the Hindu faith, right? Yeah. She recently converted to Christianity after a, not a near-death experience, but what would be classified as like a... She said she had a, yeah. a vision of Jesus Christ yeah. that turned her world upside down. So, so she had this experience and started preaching about this in her Twitter and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And she sang the song Paper Planes, which I, I would like to... I think I've told this story on the show before, but me and my friends had our own version of Rick Rowling, which was sending this song... To each other because we it's all just It's funny because like obviously people know that song mainly from Superbad. Yes. And then after that, it went viral on TikTok all over again. Yeah. And now I'm just sick of it and I never want to hear it again. No offense to MIA. I just think every musician now is like praying for the day they get their rebirth on TikTok. Right. Like every song from every generation now has the possibility to go viral. Anything could happen. Anything. Like it's literally like, so many. Like every like every former one hit wonder <laughs> is like checking Twitter and in TikTok every day and looking up their music to see if like today is the day that they go viral. Like I imagine like Kesha had made the song TikTok right before TikTok became a thing. <laughs> it would have been the original anthem. She well, should also sue. why is it not come back? You know? I, I so think it did. For a little bit. It, it did, yeah. it did. Um, here is MIA's new way of going viral. She Politics. tweeted, The fact that the biggest backlash in my career and life I'm facing after saying Jesus is real is such a revelation to me. People who control these apps rather me be a bad girl than a good one. And we talk about that all the time. Like, it sounds like a, like a paint-by-numbers explanation of Hollywood. It said that they promote negative, and, uh, negative behavior and degeneracy. But... You know, if the shoe fits. I'm waiting for the Jeffree Star and MIA collab. With Donald Trump. I'm telling yeah. you. They got to all get together and save America together. Or she's not even allowed in America. She's a British citizen. She's not. She's uh, had restricted access since like 2006. 2006. But like Why? if she, she's been very outspoken about a lot of controversial political issues. Um, she herself is a refugee from Sri Lanka. Um, she's part of a very specific ethnic group there that she talks about yeah. the ways that they've been targeted. She had, she basically was driven out of that country. And she's talked about other things like Palestine. This she's this said she's, she's anti-vax. She says that talks her radical political activism, which was included in supporting the U.S., it designated the U.S. a terrorist group. That's yeah. very specific. Uh, also, does this, you know who I imagine she would hang out with is Letitia Wright. Because Letitia Wright was like, uh, she was like, I, I don't know about yeah. the vaccine based on the purely on religious grounds, right? Like, I don't want to take yeah. it and stuff like this. She's like, look, I imagine them hanging out. Her I mean, I've music. also seen MIA getting accused of being anti-black, which makes me think she probably was anti-BLM a couple of years ago. And then people just ran with that conclusion. But I think like <laughs> if Get Woke Go Broke is a real phenomenon that yeah. we're able to observe, then it seems like going, quote, anti-woke is like the next sly career it boost is you can give yourself. I was going to say, what are the specific I haven't heard anything about MIA yeah. since she started tweeting. Also, like, what are the specific consequences that she's faced, right? People yeah. being like, I don't agree with you, or... People are streaming her music more. Yeah. Like, That's what the so consequences are. Let's, no face consequences. let's face it. When conservatives find out that somebody has one single view that they agree with, they're like, I like it. Let's go... I'm going to go Face? buy all their music because they have this one view that I like. I'm like, dude, hold on. And again, like, like there are people... People overreacting, <laughs> saying, like, MIA just exposed the Hollywood elite, elite cabal. Yeah. And, like, maybe it's... she's just doing her own thing and voicing her own opinions, which is cool, cool and, like, fine. I have no problem with that. But um, now people are responding to this tweet about her Christian faith. 
and it just feels like they're such a using all the thing. other reasons to hate her for her faith that have nothing to do with what she said about it. So then people responded with like that picture of her and Candace Owens from back in October. And one person said, I still like your music, but I feel like blaming backlash you faced on your belief in Jesus is a bit of a straw man when you've done stuff that is much more divisive. She is a pretty divisive figure. Also, yeah. I want to I kind of put also, a timeline. What backlash? Like, like, I'm still not getting it. It's Twitter back. It's she, a lot she, of I mean, Twitter I did backlash. see some people trashing her, yeah. and they were basically sure. saying, like, why do Christians always think that they're the victims? Blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure, you, sure. you guys control all of the, the power Dude, institutions. I get that you upset people on Twitter, but, like, she says, ba- biggest backlash in my career. Like, are there any professional consequences for her? Did she get dropped from her label? Did she not producing music? Like you said before. Well, weirdly like, enough, she's about to drop more music. And oh, the, the other thing yeah. is, like, well, she, she also acknowledges her fans. She's like, she calls her fans progressives. But I, I want to give like a funny timeline here. What do you remember? What year the Janet Jackson incident was with Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl? Was that two thousand four? Yeah, early two thousand. Okay. She okay. So I was like thinking like America, like we've we've had this gentle slide into degeneracy, but it's kind of more of like a a, a slope because she got in trouble for a for flipping people off at the Super Bowl in twenty twelve, and that was only ten years ago. And I just can't imagine hmm. you getting in trouble for flipping someone off at the Super Bowl now if you were like a musical or if like well we've off become the crowd. moralistic about yeah. the most ridiculous and obscure things which is funny too because like Stone Cold Steve Austin whose whole thing back in the 90s was to flip off the camera when he was on when, when he was a wrestler like now whenever they film him whenever he makes like, like a comeback to the company for an appearance they have to film him from like the hands down so that they don't show him doing the middle fingers in the air because it's like PG on cable television mm-hmm. another thing I just saw from MIA's Twitter account is she posted a poll about a month ago saying Moses tweets the Ten Commandments. Would you retweet, like, or report? That and is then, such a boomer. Like, I love it. It's, it's like your grandma tweeting yeah. the, the picture of Donald Trump riding Like, for Jesus, ignore yeah. if you love the devil. Yeah, <laughs> like, like those, those Ignore are... <laughs> if you hate Donald Trump. Like, and, <laughs> or no, like, like for Q. Yeah. <laughs> ignore ignore for, for the Hollywood Bohemian Grove cabal. It's it's such your aunt on Facebook. Uh, so like 39%, which is a plurality, clicked on report. <laughs> so clearly she's getting a lot of backlash. Also, why is it that celebrities are still allowed to like thank God at award shows, but they're just not allowed to embody it? Well, it's in only in a other... self-congratulatory yeah, way that you're allowed when to say that. they've won something, right? Yeah. Like, does uh, that... I mean, Justin Bieber, for instance, he's very like publicly Christian. But he, but he goes to, she goes to a mega church, right? He goes to Hillsong. His, he goes to Hillsong, which has its own issues because like Chris Pratt, who kind of sort of went to Hillsong a couple of times. Why is he the only times. one who has to take the heat for that, by the way? <laughs> All the other celebrities that go to Hillsong don't get anything. Because including the Jenners. No, right. in, yeah, including the Kardashians. But also, like, he, but he wore the he wore the Gadsden flag shirt once and that sent him over the edge for people. Well, he's, he's Canadian. He doesn't know. He, yeah, he didn't know what it means. He's like, I just thought the snake It is looked- kind of weird to wear that <laughs> as a Canadian, right? It's like not connected well, like, to your history at all. Yeah, they American. don't get it. <laughs> Being serious. He's like, I'm wow, sh- cool snake. No, I honestly <laughs> believe he did not know what it was. Like, and I'm just like, this is why I say Chris Pratt is the personified banana nut muffin. Like, he is the least controversial person, in my opinion. Better explain that, please. Just, just because he's like, he's like he is. I just he don't think that he's the demonic right winger that no. they're claiming he is. Also, I doubt that MIA is Catholic. I think she's just like generally a believer in Jesus because I saw that she posted a meme of Pope Francis 
holding up one of her records <laughs> instead of the Eucharist. Wait, was it? It was a. It was a Photoshop. Yeah, no, that was real, bro. Was no, amazing. yeah, Pope Francis amazing. loves MIA and listens to her music fan. all the time. Uh, well, hey, you never know. Like the, these days, <laughs> they'll get their promotion any way they can get it. Does a lot of this come from just the years of Hollywood demonizing the Catholic Church and their media? I wouldn't say Catholic Church. I think Christianity in general, in general. but also like. What are you saying? Does this come from? Like, yeah, she may face a backlash okay, on the, Twitter. The non I stand by, like, that we don't I don't know what understand what she's complaining about. Like, you posting your opinion on Twitter. Well, she like, said that. Well, she said, no, she said that tons. Like, as soon as she said this, tons of articles were all written in unison about her. Yeah, they were all you because like, it's unanimously the negative. beginning of the year. There's nothing going on. Well, this was. I'm uh, just telling you. Like, she's I've been going on for months. Though, yeah, that's fine. But she has. I takes. personally, my my take on this is like. Maybe there are people who are arguing with her on Twitter. That's sort of the nature of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think that maybe there are people who are upset with her for posting this. That could be totally real. But like she she herself is making this into a bigger deal than it actually is. Well, it benefits right? her. She, well, that, then right? again, yes, like, it completely yeah. benefits her. She has not produced any evidence of any professional consequence. Like you both have mentioned, her music yeah. getting streamed more. She's getting more publicity right before she releases music. Like I believe that there is a bias against Christianity on a lot of these tech platforms and in Hollywood. I just don't know that MIA right sure. now is being the prime example. Well, I it's think that if too. MIA had started tweeting about being anti-vax or anti-5G... Or but any she, of these things pre-Elon Musk Twitter, she might have been censored, but now she's perfectly free to say whatever she wants. And I think she's just responding to the backlash to increase her visibility. She also loses because I, I just I was like, I was curious. It's like if I look up MIA on just Google, right? It's like, mm -hmm. what are the results going to be? And they aren't even about her. They're about no. the wrestler Mia Yim and they're about the Miami International Airport. So maybe she, maybe her hope is like one day I want more She's search like you, results. You need the punctuation. Let's, like, let's talk about examples no, I, of I, like... I put dot I dot A dot... Like mm -hmm. that's, right. me, that's Miami International Airport. Sorry. But what about examples of celebrities who are a lot bigger than MIA like a Mark Wahlberg who are publicly like yeah. outspoken Christians and I'm just thinking of like Kate Moss more or less like framing Mark Wahlberg in the headlines for some ambiguous misconduct over their Calvin Klein photo shoot saying yeah. you know he made me uncomfortable because he walked he in with a posse like that was ridiculous well, but I think that, that wasn't Mark Wahlberg that was Marky Mark different time different guy right <laughs> different so guy entirely. I think that like if you're him. in show business once <laughs> people know that you're Christian yeah. then they come up with this narrative that you have a bunch of political stances they hate and then they go on to conjuring all of the reasons they want to assassinate your character but that's not true all around right like the Kardashians claim to be nominally Christian. Yeah, but they don't and really talk like, about nominally it. They Christian. did. They went through a huge phase where they talked about it. They all went and got baptized. They very publicly all go to Hillsong. Like, Chris, I mean, I think it's a tax fraud shelter, but Chris <laughs> Kardashian has her own church. Like, uh, on the episodes, I think she's asked, like, multiple of them have been married. I don't know how seriously Christian, but in Christian ceremonies, like, it's, it's selective, right? So not everyone is a target for this. There are some people is who very, are yeah, allowed they, to be Christian. They decide they want to mm, assassinate the character, character of that particular person. Yeah. It's also like you have to be, for well, some of them. it depends on how serious they think you are about your faith. And the more seriously people, you take it, the more of a threat they believe you to be. And there's a there's like a weird middle ground where like you can be serious about it, but you're just not working in the industry far well enough. Yeah. Like you're doing faith-based films and you're not really a threat. Like after Passion but, of the Christ. But if you're Mel Gibson, and you're dug in like a tick into an industry with millions upon thank you wait 
Is that loud enough to your liking, Brad? What is that noise? P-A-R-T. Why? Because I... Name that movie. No? I cannot. No? Anybody? Well, you've already named it. I'm oh, I, I did. Is that like a roller coaster? What happened? Uh, that, that's, uh, so so if, you're, if you're Mel Gibson and you're dug in like a tick in an industry where you have Wait, millions. it wasn't a roller coaster? There's what? like a boom in the beginning of that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and Mel Gibson has like millions upon millions of dollars invested in production companies and making mm-hmm. movies, you know, that are not, you know, he made, was it Father Stew? He was a producer yeah. on with he's Mark just, Wahlberg. He's got the friends that he needs yeah. to have. So he's like, it's really funny because what you'll see is like if you guys, I don't know if you guys peruse like the trades or anything like that, but if you go to a website like Cinema Blend and you look up Mel Gibson movie, uh, Mel Gibson, any time of the year that isn't a time his movies are coming out, the articles will inherently be negative. But if it's a time when the movies are coming out and the production company down the line is starting to commission articles that are not so unfavorable, you'll see a jump, like a, a change in tone about how they talk about his work mm-hmm. for just the point in time until that article, until that movie comes out, then they go back to being, he was anti-Semitic back in 2008 and he's like, you know, I get to give Same up my Laker tickets Mark or Mark Wahlberg like, and that incident where when he was a kid where yeah. Yeah. I guess him and a bunch of that other white get, kids were like chasing a black kid. I, I never hear that get brought up. I feel like he, he gets does. off the hook. For He'll like do one. a bunch of stuff. He'll be in the news for a while. It'll get brought up. No one like super talks about it. They just sort of reference it. it just, and then it goes away. Yeah. Like, and it's like because they don't address it. Like it's worse if you well, end up. Well, I think what happens is like it's uh, become, it's like fallen down the Google rabbit hole to a certain extent. Like the actual details of the crime, no one really knows. But whoever's writing their article sees that it's sort of referenced somewhere else. And so they put one line in about their article, like enough to keep it alive, but no actual information and on it, w- it. I guess it would be different if the person involved was still talking about it, like whoever the incident was mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the point is, I, I do think that it paints a bit of a target on your back. It's also interesting to see, like if we're talking about MIAs, talking about progressives having a problem with it, which are very tolerant of religions outside of America, but for some reason not, you know, religions with just as many issues right Mm -hmm. but they're just not tolerant and it always feels like everyone feels like the grass is greener elsewhere and that you're just not allowed to judge cultures elsewhere but i think this is born out of hollywood's anti-christian stance right though if you make a i just started watching the the movie about kurt warner the other night i didn't get through it entirely the one about uh it's a faith-based film right but as soon as you make that movie you're categorized you're labeled and it's pushed off to a sector of hollywood that is kept Almost invisible. There's another movie that I keep talking about that I really want to see starring Jim Caviezel called The Sound of Freedom, which was about uh, a Homeland Security agent uh, and human trafficking. And Hollywood doesn't want to talk about human trafficking, right? Not in this context. And that movie got buried by production companies. Never, If it got released, I, I saw somebody in the chat when I mentioned it once saying that they saw it. I couldn't find it available anywhere. Hmm. I couldn't find it available on Amazon Prime to buy. The website still had the trailer listed. It's like, you'll be able to get it this date. That date is come and gone. And he's another one. Jim Caviezel is another person who's very religious. He played Christ in Passion of the Christ. Mm -hmm. And he's one who got blacklisted for a lot of years. He was on an upward trajectory in the early 2000s, Count of Monte Cristo, Frequency, all of these roles. And there was a lot of talk about people wanting him to play Superman in the 2006 Superman movie only to be like Mel Gibson calls him and he goes, 
Want to ruin your career with me? Well, makes Passion of the Christ doesn't get any big name roles until he does Person of Interest in 2016 with Jonathan Nolan. But that's just that's a TV show. I think show. this is still just like selective enforcement. Like, imagine with Ye, he literally puts out an album yeah. of gospel music called Jesus is King, and up until just in 2022, his career was doing insanely well, yeah. and he wasn't receiving, at least from what I saw backlash for being outspoken about his christian faith so it's just selectively enforced against whoever they choose yeah and, and i mean he, his goes way back far past there to like jesus walks in old albums sure. and stuff like that so i don't know it's just one of those things it will always be a topic of discussion and it will always be interesting to see how it's selectively enforced because it does feel like some of those movies like the movie that i was talking about the the kurt warner movie Got fairly decent reviews, but it's all gauged against the scale of like, it's pretty good for a faith-based film. Mm -hmm. But that's when we talk, we get to talking in about the ghettoization of these industries, right? Like yeah. if you, if you label yourself and this is like what we were talking about, whether we're talking Ariel Pink or even Jeffrey Star, the uh, Ariel Pink and, and the, the banjo guy from, or the drummer from Mumford and Sons who got in trouble for the evil crime of liking an Andy No book did a song together about the Hunter Biden laptop because you've been ghettoized to not work in the mainstream industry. And it is weirdly enforced. Yeah. Why is this person There, There was some, a couple years ago, some like pop country girl like who sang Christian music and was like specifically mm -hmm. on Christian radio who uh, had some song, I can't really think of what it was called, but you used to hear it all the time on the radio, that got really big. And it was very clearly, if you listen to it, basically a christian pop song mm -hmm. but she was like well it's not i'm i am a christian but i i do pop music and she was clearly trying to convert to just charting in the pop and as far as i know i can't remember her name uh but i think she has successfully transitioned even though that initial song was right on the yeah. line right it's like, like when jewel tried to become like a normal pop star rather than the weird folk pop jewel. star yeah i can't really respect <laughs> that because you're just skirting around the issue when like you're the yeah. one who put your art out there in it's that, your responsibility to speak for what you put out there right yeah. well i mean you're allowed to grow as an artist you're allowed to change but did you do that because you actually grew as an artist or was it because the label came to you and said you're more marketable this way katie perry still, for instance i still don't care like i still say make your money like it's like it depends on how religious were they like how religious were they did they use that as a means of uh, of writing early on they found a little bit of success there but they always i think that's exactly what happened to katie perry like yeah she was it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A Christian singer for the longest time. What, and then... what was an example of a Christian song of hers? I've never heard. Well, of never... course, no one heard of her at that time but she was picked up as a christian artist yeah. 
and then her parents pivoted were like evangelical pastors. Like it was a big yeah. part of her life. And then she talked about that when she moved to Kentucky or wherever she moved. Yeah, which like, I think is yeah. where she grew up. Maybe like yeah. she's not originally from California, as far as she's I know. not from California, but she's not from Kentucky either. She no, also voted for what's his name in the California election. That was really funny. Uh, so, I, like I said, we're going to continue to see stuff like this. You'll never see uh, a harmonization of this industry, right? Where like uh, they they will be able to be both Christian, Catholic, or whatever, and work in the mainstream industry with their music all of it gets labeled flyleaf pushed to the to the edges of it creed was religious right like does anybody like listen to creed that doesn't either like listen to christian music there was definitely a heyday for like uh, christian alternative rock christian metalcore christian rap there are some great memes about that that are like like and i think (laughs) that there is like a conversation worth having like can you be a christian without having to make it like all if it is personally your whole identity, but in everything you do, do you need to only be restricted by like, yeah. oh, well, for a Christian artist, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. I think there are tons of people, like, if we're going back to our favorite example, Chris Pratt, like, he's a Christian. He's been pretty open about it. It's never really been a secret, but he doesn't only play religious people in religious movies. Like, I could see wanting to be able to keep your faith private, especially if you are an actor yeah. or something else. Like, you can live by the tenants, but also not need to account for all Christians, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about this when... um uh, what's his name? Who's crazy and married to Mia Goth? Oh, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf yeah. converted to Catholicism, right? Like he was There's very excited about it, very devout. Yeah, the Padre Pio movie is in limbo now. Like no one has limbo. any idea where to find it, if it's going to come out ever. It's right. th- there's more misinformation about Padre Pio than there is about. Uh, like is Shia LaBeouf getting Andrew blacklisted Tate. now? Yeah, I mean he's he about already... to go to trial in April. There's no news on what's happening with his movie. It also speaks a lot to Hollywood that she'll be that she'll be blacklisted for your religion, but not for like violence, committing sexual women. battery, yeah, possibly. Like, granted, we like, again we don't know, but innocent still. until proven guilty. I don't know anything about it. I do know that he is solely responsible for the panicky male lead trope that I hate so much. Really, I, I do not look like it worked when he did it. When he's going. I mean, it's kind of a Jeff Goldblum thing before that. Yes, 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 yes. Go, 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 go. This is, this is, this. It's like, but it works when Jeff Goldblum does it because he's next to cool Will Smith who's not doing that in Independence Day where he's going like, yes, 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 go, go, go. And Will Smith's like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, but when... When Will Smith was cool. Yeah, but but when Shia LaBeouf does it next to cool uh, uh, Megan Fox, it doesn't have the same ring to it because it's like, why would she be attracted to a guy who's constantly panicking? Yeah. Like, when she's not panicking, why is he panicking and why is that attractive? I have to know. It's just so endearing. Like I said, it works for him. It doesn't work for other people. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Super Chats. Big Dave sent us 99 cents without a message. Thank you. Big Dave is always the strong, silent type in the chat. Yes, Marco said, favorite and worst moments in pop culture 2022. Told you guys, should have done a whole episode on this. Um, I read through a lot of the lists and a lot of the lists were so sanitized. Like they felt like no, they were being... No, but what's your personal opinion from like basically a three, not 365 days of being live, but a full year of, of talking about pop culture five times a week. The worst... Uh, the what do you think the worst thing that happened was? Uh, it depends on what metric you're using to say There's that it's the worst. But like having to cover all of the updates about Ezra Miller's insane, Amber like Heard. undoing. Like I, not maybe not worse. worse like it was but just, boring to cover, just, or worse like it was bad all around. It was just like it got to be so much, and it was like it's like the thing about the Ezra Miller topic was though. There's a clear side here, right? And it's like he's clearly evil. 
with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, it's like, yeah, she's she's a horrible human being. But she's that, so pretty, that's so but, but she's but she's so attractive. No, but but it's like, but yeah. it was a, like I don't I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, mm. and this is not really my business. And do, do I think she's kind of nuts and clearly like tried to get away with some awful stuff and then label him the bad guy? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. But I just it drained me to want to talk about it all the time. But most of those topics do. Right. Like one of the hardest parts about the job is like and it, people think it sounds stupid, but it's like you read about like self-absorbed, narcissistic egomaniacs all day long. And it just drains you to remember that like a lot of the youth of today want to be like and well we're gonna talk about that after we finish the super chats but also think about this like it's not like if if anything it's worse amongst influencer culture like in that's our metrics for success in society today it's why i don't want to ever be a public figure it's why i would never want to be us like any type of mainstream celebrity because it just seems like an awful road Mm -hmm. to go down and if having to read about it is draining and frustrating because you see what it's doing to society imagine having to actually be part of it it's uh that that to me is kind of more it's more it's how far the culture of pop culture has fallen so Mm -hmm. As far as your favorite moment, can you think of one? <sighs> what would have been yours? Um, what about you? What, what, what about you, Hannah Claire? Favorite moment? Worst moment? You've been here for a lot of these shows. I'll let you guys go first because okay. you get your your show, yeah. your bag, pop culture. I, I think one of them that I'm remembering is is Lizzo narrowly escaping getting canceled for saying the word spaz. Yeah, her and Beyonce. And at Beyonce. The, the, yeah. Is that a favorite moment or is that a worst moment? I think just maybe one of the funniest. That's, that's <laughs> like, like most the, absurd. I, I, I can't think of a, a favorite. Would, it would have to be a, a different metric for how I would. Batgirl getting Bad shelved girl. was but even pretty that's funny. Like, I don't, I don't, and like, I guess everyone got paid so I don't have to like feel <laughs> bad. Like, like when we talked about G4 TV getting canceled. Oh, that was people, great. No, no, but the thing is people lost their jobs. Not everyone there was, was Frost who deserved to lose their job, right? With Batgirl, I guess everyone made their money. So it's a little bit less, I feel less bad, like laughing at the fact that it happened I did like a lot of Zaslav coming in and just being like nope you're gone nope you're gone but none then of with this, all none of, the, of that. the misinformation about DC news it that was getting old that get yeah like because like, we would report like here's a rumor that this happened and then day later that didn't happen but here's this other rumor okay. <laughs> is there like a most significant moment of pop culture from the past year like rings of power sucking and rings every, of power everyone knew and the like rings what of does power. it tell you is my okay. it's it's the thing that it, okay, they, they tell you a lot of times they talk with politics. They say, don't believe what's right in front of your eyes and ignore your intuition. Mm-hmm. Everyone who isn't an absolute moron knew that this show was going to be awful. And then us who actually gave it a more favorable chance due to not being inherently huge fans of Tolkien watched it and grew gradually more and more disillusioned until it literally just proved on its own that it was everything that everyone said it was going to be just like star wars just like everything else where everyone's like this is going to be awful oh also i was right about how they were going to uh turn daredevil into a child's character uh early on in 2021 when they started talking about making daredevil uh an mcu character rather than a marvel character from the from netflix i said it won't matter because it won't be the same character Mm. it will not have the edge it will not have the violence or the the brutality that that netflix marvel had and i felt very vindicated when he appeared on she hulk and although a lot of people love that appearance they have since 
confirmed that it will be more child friendly when he does appear for Daredevil Born Again on Disney Plus. And I'm like, we all knew that. You just have to like have the, a baseline knowledge of how these things work. Just because it's the same actor doesn't mean it's the same character. And they did the same thing with Kingpin when yeah. he appeared in Hawkman. I think you or should Hawkeye. you Hawkeye. should like tonight write down your predictions for the coming pop culture year. It will not and be a white James Bond. Read that is my there. that is my prediction. We for, were just talking about that. Uh, they will not do. A, I, I I don't think there, there was like okay. This is gonna like, this might be my hottest take, but they're like, what if we did a trans person as James Bond? And I was like, I, it really is the art of the deal where they're like if we if we suggest that they do a trans like handicapped person with one leg as james bond then they'll, have they'll be fine like and, and like mary knows you know i don't care if they race swap james bond i understand a lot of people care about that but mm -hmm. my logic is like as long as it doesn't become a talking point for the character and he becomes the black james bond i don't care yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. cast an indian james bond I don't care. But I do believe that they did this, that they made those suggestions early on so that when they cast Reggae Jean Page from Bridgerton, everyone's like, well, he's a handsome dude. He's not as bad as we shape. thought it was going to be. It's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, and then everyone will be fine. I mean, they halted season three of Bridgerton, <laughs> so they had to rewrite yeah. the whole thing. The, yeah. the plot was what halted the show yeah. so maybe they wanted to like minimize the scenes where Reggae Jean Page was needed could be so well, that, what about know. for you what was the most significant part of pop culture in 2022 it had to have been Johnny Depp Amber Heard I think that was uh, right? I think Hollywood would tell you I like Slapgate happened like right as I Johnny Depp and Amber Heard started I think Johnny Depp and Amber Heard Slapgate's one of those ones where it's like even when it was going on I was like so it's a bar fight like people get in right. bar fights all the time and I also thought the trial was more the, interesting what is the significance of either one of those like what do you think it tells us about pop culture uh, for the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial like I thought that it said less about celebrity and pop culture and more about how people use it as a lens to interpret their own lives and yeah. social dynamics. And it's not. And it's a very poor one at that. That's that's what I gained from that. Our lives are not the lives of celebrities, not the lives of millionaires, and certainly not the lives of people who own multiple properties where the girlfriend then craps on the bed at your one property and you just go to another property. And Didn't she say he had like an urn full of cocaine or something? That's, that's, it's so something dorky. that like we, <laughs> I, I love Johnny Depp, but it feels like he's a dude who would have a cross. Like, did anybody ever see the movie Cruel Intentions? Cruel Intentions? No. no? Okay, you would love Cruel Intentions. It's such a 2000s vibe. Uh, but Sarah Michelle Gellar's character in that movie, she plays the perfect high school student at this prep school, but she's secretly like a nymphomaniac bad girl. It's based on dangerous liaisons. And she's got like a, a rosary that she carries around, and it's got a Coke compartment in it with like a little spoon that comes oh out. Gosh. It seems like something that Johnny Depp would have done in the 90s. Very it corny. Does. Like it does. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's go on to, let's keep going and then we'll come back to Super Chats afterwards. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, remember when I said that Avatar, that, remember when I said that Avatar was a PSYOP and I was proven wrong because it keeps making money? Yeah. I have no idea why, but like it's still, it's, it's past a billion dollars. We found dollars. a yeah. bigger PSYOP than Avatar. Bad Bunny is a PSYOP. I, I stand by this. I think Maybe it's a, a generation industry plant psyop. Yeah. I ha cannot name for my life one of his songs. Do you know anyone that listens to Bad Bunny? 
I think that maybe he is just way more relevant in Latin America. In younger generation, I and, like, and but like you're the younger, younger generation. generation. <laughs> but mainly Latin America, okay. or he's just part of the matrix, yeah. as Andrew Tate calls it. I don't third, know anything relevant about him. I was only introduced to him with his cameo in Bullet Train. For the, I was familiar with only his name before that. For the third year in a row, the most streamed artist on Spotify. That's just wild to me. That seems fake. It seems fake but, to me. But I mean, I, like I was shocked at the popularity of Despacito back when that yeah. came out. The world is a big place. Yeah, it was, it, we learn that more and more every day. And the West is no longer the epicenter of pop culture. It's it's reverberating out. Yeah, there. I mean, did that kind of start with K-pop? Do you think? Like, it K-pop, didn't start like, there, like, but it's a huge yeah. reason. So, so Bad Bunny, who is uh, a famous celebrity, uh, had the uh, great idea that when a lady comes comes up to him while walking on the street, and she basically tries to record him with her phone, he just takes her phone right. and he just throws it in because the in twenty twenty three. Basic human decency, dignity, it's flown out of the window. There's no sense of decorum. No. And you can just do whatever you want if you're a celebrity. Let's let's because watch you're the... entitled to do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Does it show the rest of the fans walking by him? Wow. They all have like turbans on their heads. It, They're all matching, like wearing matching turbans. Or something like that? I don't know. But the, the point is, is like my issue. He probably was, threw the phone because that one fan wasn't wearing a turban. Could have been. She wasn't fitting in with the rest. My issue with this isn't what he did. It's his reaction afterwards. I can understand. Like if I was to be as charitable as possible. He, first of all, he doesn't look like he's having the worst day of his life. It looks like he's strutting around like a douche. And he like, just felt particularly full of himself, himself in that, that moment it's, and was like, I'm going to destroy someone's personal property to it, aggrandize myself. It's not a dude who's like coming out of a car. There's no. flashes everywhere. He's so overwhelmed. He's clearly not. No, he's a douche. And he threw this lady's phone because he felt cool. He strutted like an absolute loser. And then afterwards, yeah. he doesn't have the the any self, the decency or the self-respect or even the ability to be reflective of his own actions to be like, look, I, I shouldn't have done it. I regret doing it. No, he doubles down and says like, well, I did it because she was being disrespectful. Well, you know, maybe I'm sh- uh, stupid, but two wrongs don't make a right. right. Seems like a, a base level of human decency here, right? Like maybe He tweeted you- in defense of what he did. Yes. It was originally in Spanish. This is the English version. He said, the person who comes up to me to say hello, to tell me something or meet me, will always receive my attention and respect. Those who come to put a phone in my face, I'll consider it for what it is, a lack of respect, and treat it likewise. So he is not backing down. He refuses to apologize or admit wrongdoing, or even admit that he was just overly impulsive. Just it a- reminds me of uh, Kylie Jenner. I want to say, like, fall of this year, some influencer went up to her and was like, oh, my God, I'm here with Kylie Jenner. Like, instead of asking for a picture, did, yeah. like, a little Instagram right. spot or whatever. And she, on his recorded saying, like, I usually get paid for those. Like, she's clearly uncomfortable. Damn. But she's not wrong, yeah. right? Like, typically to get her to appear on your story, It'd be like, cooler if she sent she her a bill money. afterwards. She, right. She, like, sent her a bill for I mean, but if she had done that, we all, like, the response would have been, like, that's so rude. Like, France mm-hmm. just trying to see her. Like, in some ways, like, I don't know what that girl was saying or what, what the phone thing was. Like, I don't think you should have thrown her phone. On the other hand, like... Look, Hardcore sure punk might rockers have, been... have done way worse, I'm sure. Like, I don't think it's appropriate for him to do that. The On the other hand, like, 
in the culture we live in now, like it just feels like one of those things where, yes, punk rock would have been the thing to do back in the day. Nowadays, I imagine the punk rocker would then grovel at the at the feet of his label and apologize for daring to offend one of his fans. But it's not that. It's not that. It's not that he did it. It's just saying, like, look, dude, uh, I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. She might have been, have yeah, like sorry, obnoxious though? and intrusive and fawning over him in an annoying way. Obviously, like I'm sure it happens to him he did, a ton. Not, he did, but walk I just for I don't minutes. I don't sympathize with Bad Bunny over just revealing how entitled he is. She didn't. He walk clearly with him. was not distressed, yeah. and she didn't walk with him for like five minutes, continually bothering mm-hmm. him. She walked up for all of eight and a half seconds, and yeah. he decided that was the moment you take someone's thousand dollar device. He doesn't know. Well, like mm-hmm. phones are expensive. Mm-hmm. Is she supposed to put on her request for like a new phone? Bad Bunny threw in in pool. Kick rocks, dude. Well, people were like, weirdly split on this. Like, yes. Some well, people no, were pointing I, not out. Weirdly. I think that's actually, I, I kind of expected it. A lot like, of people were saying, like, celebrities don't owe you anything. They don't owe your, you time, pictures, videos, shout outs. No, they don't. But they Even don't. personal space. Like, they don't owe you those things. That is true. But at the same time, if you're looking for mutual respect, this is not the way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, maybe she should just file charges against him, right? Yeah, well, Destruction of personal property. Like, there are recourses for her, and obviously it's on video, and he's a public figure, so it seems like slam dunk case to me. I'm not sure where they are. I will uh, also dunk on the, the Dominican Republic. The thing for me is, like, all he did was reveal that he is a jerk. Like, mm-hmm. that's... But I Good. think some like of his should fans... realize that tons of people are not nice and just making them famous doesn't make yeah. them nice. I, in some ways, like, I respect that he didn't apologize in this weird way because, like, I'm sure he's not sorry. I'm sure he feels like uh-huh. he did exactly what he should do because he's probably not a very good or nice person. But right? I think that some of his fans just, and himself, revel in the fact that he is an egotistical douchebag sure. and they like him more yeah. for that. I also will laugh at anybody who stands for, like, a... Like a celebrity on on Twitter, especially if you're an adult. Like maybe if yeah. you're a kid, like yeah, like enjoy, idolize whoever you want, and have a stan account. But if you're over a certain age, that is completely undignified behavior. This situation also kind of reminds me of a story we covered last year, where Doja Cat went oh. to Paraguay. And she was frustrated that they have a different fandom culture there where she believed they were being disrespectful, that they felt they were entitled to getting pictures with her and touching her. Yeah. And they were all waiting outside of her hotel. So she got frustrated at them. And she basically said that people in Paraguay are all like racist and anti-black. I assume she meant that because some people were calling her racial epithets Mm. over her not meeting them and giving them the attention that they wanted. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, not all cultures are as racially sensitive as we are in the West. Yeah. But um, a lot of people argued about that because, like, how can you have beef with the entire country when I'm sure that was a very vocal minority? Was that there was a, was there that the only example here? I feel like we had like another one happen like that where like I'm not coming back to the entire. Was that the Doja Cat one? She's like I'm not coming back yeah. to the entire. She said country, I'm never coming back to, to this entire country because like a couple of people were were. Were there like, other examples? I, I will also say well, there's here, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, like people in response to this situation, were posting a bunch of pictures of Bad Bunny 
you know, kissing and getting close to a lot of his female fans. So they're like, wow, you care about personal space that much? That's obviously a different situation. And that's more like him engaging in like a Chris Brown behavior where he's taking pictures with fans, doing like sexually explicit poses or like Maddie Healy, where he was in hot water just for like kissing one of his fans behind yeah. a barrier who now, showed ID beforehand checking by an the ID way. to make sure they're of age now because yeah like at least in it's like in an attempt to be rock and roll look I, like I will also say that it's a fair it's a fair critique to say that like look I don't know what's going on in his head I can say that he doesn't look like he's in distress sure I guess like maybe maybe he was having the worst day of his life um, I worked retail for a lot of years and in that I usually had that same kind of understanding like if somebody treated you awful that day I would say to that you know I would say like look that person I don't know what type of day that person's having that they could be having the worst day of their life mm-hmm. most of the time that's true it's not like you expect that person to to perpetrate that behavior again the second time. But I also know that I I work next to a lot of customer service desks where people just can be just awful, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So uh, is it just part of his brand? Sure, but that just goes more into the idea that Hollywood doesn't want to promote anyone that... uh, Also, there is kind of the anti-fan nature of it, right? Like they don't have... Nobody in Hollywood these days has respect for fans and it's looked down upon if you hold even the slightest amount of reverence for any type of fandom or source material uh, of stuff that fans are who looks uh, down on it like the industry or? the industry the the writers the producers and they they see it as an affront to the art like oh i'm doing my i'm giving my take on it so therefore uh how dare you try to uh there's a youtuber named comics by perch who did a really good video the other day where he talks about um i, I don't remember who it was it was like a porn director talked about like was commenting on Marvel talking about when fan when fans say give the people what they want they want you to you know it doesn't mean you have to give them everything they want that's a that's a dumbed down explanation of what that means it means like we want you to stay true to the spirit of the work and then another writer came in and said ignore all that advice don't do any of that because they do they really do see themselves as above you they see themselves as part of the ivory tower, part of the tastemakers, along with the media class, right? That look down on the people that kept these properties alive for years. Whether he likes it or not, if a person came up to him to get his photo, mm-hmm. they've spent money on his products. They are the reason he flies around in a private jet everywhere. Mm-hmm. I only say that because I was literally just watching, a, I, I just saw a tweet the other day where Triple H, like, because he does, Bad Bunny's done stuff with like WWE, mm-hmm. where he's like, Bad Bunny's so famous when he comes to town, he just stops by on his private jet and then flies away. I'm like, it really is the Matrix, right? Where they're like, look at this private jet, good. Fame, good. You want to be famous like us. Consume product, consume product, consume product. But again, it depends on the person because then you see like Taylor Swift or Kylie Jenner or other celebrities getting flamed on the internet for their environmental impact as they travel in private jets like it's all selective enforcement again then maybe i would have to be a bit self-reflective here and wonder what my take would be if the if the if the climate activists came for bad bunny and he threw their climate report into the fountain would i think differently of him probably i know but that is substantively different because like (laughs) That type of activism is made to be intruding upon somebody rather than this fan who seemed to be naively looking for a personal yeah. interaction. Yeah. 
and then and just, just had her generation. personal property destroyed from a generation that doesn't understand that that's not how you greet people. I, I guess it's maybe. I mean, that's Bad a, Bunny wouldn't understand that either. Uh, perhaps. I, I mean, maybe. So therefore, but, they're in the same generation, right? Yeah. Uh, it's okay. He looks about like twenty-five or something. In that case, you're basically saying she knew the risk. Like she decided to film him. No, Everyone I'm else saying, walking around him was perfectly fine. Like I don't think she had any reason to expect him to lash out. It's just like, uh, like look, I understand that I'm kind of putting like uh, words into his mouth when I say that it seemed like he wasn't like when he was like strutting around. It didn't seem like he's in the bad having a bad day. I'm only basing it on what his actions look yeah. like. There. I mean, he probably has a huge ego and felt like. Fair I mean, I thought there. I bet there was very little thought that went into this. He yes. thought I don't want to do this anymore, and it'd be kind of funny if I threw her phone. And yeah. so he did it. And like after that, that's to me, that's sort of the end. Like, yeah, it's disrespectful. On the other hand, like this is a young guy who's gotten really famous really quickly and apparently gets a lot of attention. Like there's no check on his ego. Right. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't he behave this way? It's not that he should. It's not that acceptable, but like it's not surprising. And like you said, the uh, punk rock, this would have been the norm. Like in a lot of terms, well, bad no, boy, I don't bad boy it's... celebrities have existed for an eternity. Also, I don't think he's being a, bad boy celebrity i think no. he's just being a jerk i don't think right? it's comparable because in that you know punk rock era i think people weren't as artificially propped up as like social media influencers yeah what i hate most about watching this situation play out is that bad bunny is so clearly an artificial astroturf celebrity at least in the west yeah and we're supposed to not only be having a conversation about him right now, Maybe but also like the West, accept a- his defense of his actions when he hasn't shown any respect to the public. I mean, I think Bad Bunny is actually popular in the West. Yeah, listen, maybe not I, astroturfed as much as like just a result of globalist yeah. entertainment now. I, I just, can't, I, I don't think anyone, if you come across them in the street, can name a Bad Bunny song. That's not a I thing. I don't know. Also, here, here's the other thing. Back in the day, this wouldn't have been a teenage girl getting her camera thrown on the ground. It would have been a paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a paparazzi. What's the what's the individual for paparazzi? I always forget. Is it paparazzo? Paparazzo. Yeah. Uh, it would have been an individual whose job it was to go and be invasive to celebrities. And back in the day, which which is odd about this, me and you talk all the time about how back in the day the paparazzi were kind of supposed to be on our side. They were there to kind of expose the celebrities, but we still would have laughed. In a a way, I think celebrities used to have a relationship with the paparazzi that was like a mutually assured destruction where like, yes, they would try to use them to their advantage, but it wasn't a guaranteed thing that the paparazzi would work to make them look good. But even then, like even though then the paparazzi would have been more likely to have been unbiased and give us stories that we actually wanted to see we still would have Sleazy, laughed salacious one we still would have laughed if uh, a celebrity had taken their camera and thrown it on well, the ground i'm pretty sure it was johnny depp yes, who got was. in trouble for doing yep. this someone photographed his daughter and he was like you can photograph yeah. me whatever but you cannot photograph my children break blake lively and ryan reynolds whatever ryan she's married to uh have taken similar stances they don't yeah. want people she, like she when she like and now she's pregnant or and Gigi hadid she hides maybe mary's, yeah, yeah. mary's hottest months. take I from think, 2022 pop culture is that mary doesn't think ryan reynolds is attractive He's not. He just looks like a random guy. See? Uh, Look, only men are attracted to Ryan Reynolds. Proof. I think they are because he's attainable hotness, right? Like, he is good looking, but he's not, like, freak out about it. Uh, What I was going to say is, like, I think that we... There are paparazzis who understand the mutual relationship um, 
that they have with celebrities, right? And so do celebrities. There are times they want to be photographed. There are times they don't. They would prefer that their better photographs get released and sold to the media than the ugly ones, whatever. But I also think that there are definitely paparazzis who similarly to kind of rabid fans feel entitled to the photograph. They feel as though it's sure. appropriate. The Blake Lively example I was going to finish with is uh, after <laughs> she she went to Salma War Show and it, uh, very pregnant, people are like, oh, she's having her fourth baby. And she tweeted like, she posted on Instagram a bunch of photos of her throughout her pregnancy being like, maybe now the people who are camped out on my lawn will leave. Yeah. Like there is a weird dynamic. I think similarly, they there pay are money f- for first photos of babies. Right. And, and I stuff feel like, like there are probably fans who feel as though they deserve a photo and there are celebrities who feel like their boundaries are compromised. Should you throw someone's phone in the water? Maybe not. Should you break up paparazzi's person camera? Maybe not. But there are times when like, I think it's more complicated than just like, Oh, they're having a bad days, so we should forgive them. Or like yeah. that that the fan was being nice enough. Like you shouldn't have to tolerate someone photographing you yep. just because. It's yeah, a- that's why when I see the video of Bjork literally <laughs> getting in a physical fight with paparazzi. I cheer that on, like, but I'm also on no one's side. Yeah. I just, like, whatever it's why, the vibe why, requires. It's, it's why we will always be here, Mary, because we are not going to take one hyperbolic side over the other. It's just, you know, it is what it is. One side or the other. It's a, I just thought it was interesting because it just feels outside the realm of what I would normally see. I'm trying to picture Tom Holland, like, walking down, you know, like, kind of like, he's buff, but he's skinny at the same time, and, and somebody's just bothering Zendaya. So he grabs their phone and he just... Uh, he throws it and he's like hurts his arm because he's kind of no. I'm the kidding. example from like, that is like him and that other tall uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, he would be a better example. No, Timothy Sh- Timothy Chalamet. If we're Whatever gonna call Emily Ratajkowski to. Ratatouille, then Timothy Chalamet is Timothy Chalet or Timothy Chevrolet. Yeah, but they have been photographed like with either their female co-stars or I think it's Tom and Zendaya like on the red carpet and they'll be wearing like low-cut dresses and they'll go to adjust themselves and they always step in front of them to block them right like it would make a paparazzi's life to get a nip slip on the red carpet right and like they are conscious enough of the culture that they they are in but also the particular Mm -hmm. risk of the women that they're with that they do something about it right like I think that it's easy for us to say like yeah maybe Bad Bunny should apologize and maybe he should he's definitely a jerk I'm not a fan but like on the other hand, like, does he owe anyone any kind of behavior other than pe- human decency? Like, does he owe it to this girl to let her continue to videotape him? Take the phone, lock it, like, close it, lock it, hand it back to her. And w- would it would have been different if he, like, threw it on the ground and she yeah. screenshot Like, she could never get or, it out of the or ocean. Or if he, like, set it, like, just set it down and kept walking. Yeah. He's like, gently tapping it. Not, it. We, are, we are very much playing Monday morning quarterback here. I, I, that's not fair to him either. Like, look, he acted. He should have done this. Like, he should have yeah, done, done that. that. I mean, I totally believe he's a jerk. It's 100%. Who would be, who would be yeah. the American version of Bad Bunny that would do something like this? I can't even think of, like, a Western American. I mean, I bet you get an example. Jack Harlow. Or if you look back in the day of like Justin Bieber, well, I bet no, Justin yes, Bieber has some kind of well, equivalent. That's why we love Justin Bieber because people <laughs> hated him for so long, and they had good reasons. I never, ha- I never hated him. He was him. a jerk. I, I, I was like when he was peeing in mop buckets. I'm like, he's just, he's a kid. He's twenty something years. Like he's mid twenties. He's going through. When his- he was spitting on his fans from a balcony, you were like, go off, King. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I am, a, I am. A, when somebody says, "Well, you're being uh, contradictory," I'm like, "I'm not contradictory. I'm complicated." Now you that's, contain multitudes. Yes, there, that's that is the. Let's go to like polite, chats, That is the polite answer. Bad app said, "I've been summoned." Yes, he's um, always listening, waiting, watching. I think he's kind of like he should have his own version of Siri called Bad App that 
allows him to just show up wherever. Whatever happened to good app? Alec- and uh, Alexa. Ambiguous neutral app. I, for- I forgot about ambiguous neutral app. But all the same. RS Dager. I, I don't know how to say this. Dager Chaff sent us $5 without a message. Thank you. Thank you. Chad Mobley said, love you all. Take my monies, please. We will do that. Thank you thank very you. much. That's, uh, like, I think Chad sent me a message on Instagram recently. What's up, Chad dude? Mobley. Yep. Clef the Misfit said, I can just imagine your 23andMe's. Hannah Claire, 50% English, 50% Scandinavian. Mary, 100% ghost. Brett, 100% spicy Latina who keeps low to the ground. Well, we say Latinx here. <laughs> low to the ground. Latinx. We say Latinx here. Uh, is that anywhere near uh, <laughs> Poland and or Croatia? <laughs> it's, it's, also, no, you're officially Latin America. You're honorary yeah, yes. Latinx. That, that was the uh, I am the honorary Latinx of this company. I, I am the I am the diversity hire. Well, now so, it's Latino slash A. Yes, <laughs> but also like <laughs> I, you ask all of our Latinx members of staff. I was informed this? by Luke that as uh, a Slavic as a, as a Slavic person that I am officially a minority. Anyways, mm-hmm. I, I was told that by the uh, like the National Association or Coalition for Colored People or something like that. That there's like a group like that that labels Slavic people as uh, the as, NAACP. No, They're no, like off white. We'll take yeah, it. Like, like <laughs> they, they labeled uh, Slavic people as people of color. So, okay, you know. I wonder if the Slavic people were like, other than Luke, who were like, yes, we want this. Or they're like, no, we don't want to be a part of this. Leave us out of this. To this very day, whenever people are like, what, like, what, like, nationality were like, I didn't, like, I never cared or knew growing up. I knew my mom's side was Polish. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I'm American. Yeah. I I guess. I think it's cool to know your nationality if you're into that. uh, Because it comes, it does have, like, cultural implications, the way you celebrate holidays, your religion, stuff like that. But you're not into it, that's also okay. Like, I understand it now, but just because it wasn't a huge part of, outside of, like, my grandma liking to watch um, polka music stuff, which was very Polish, (laughs) uh, there wasn't a lot of, like, it wasn't culturally relevant because, like, my family had been here for however long. And you grew up in not a dominant, like, if you grew up in Minnesota, you grew up in actually a a dominantly Scandinavian place. So it influences, like, kind of the customs that you're growing up with. Big Dave said, for Christmas, wifey got me the same flannel shirt that Hannah Claire is wearing today. (laughs) HC wears it better. Oh, my gosh. From H&M? Super cool. There you go. (laughs) Daniel Kerr said... Tim Raid, here's to chicken part the chicken party. Well, it, it's a crisis party here. I was just saying today, like I forget that Chicken City Still exists there? sometimes, but it's not. always there because it was glowing with like Christmas lights for a while. Anytime you looked at the back windows, it's yeah. like I never started doing. I, I was going to cross promote by going out there and yelling to go turn tune into Pop Culture Crisis you at should. three. That would be just, so funny. I'll just do it without telling you. You one should day. do that. I mean, it would be better coming from you, anyways. It'd be be they'd like. Aw, thanks. I, it would be yeah. <laughs> you will draw more. You should turn your Crisis Party volume all the way up and see if the Chicken City mic picks it up with oh, an open window. But it's too cold for that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bad App said, oh gosh, I'm not saying that. I knew you weren't going to say that one. But uh, yes, uh, Bad App, I'm not reading that. Say that. Bad App, I'm not reading that. I don't have to say anything. Say Bad App, I'm not reading that. Derek Nall said, <laughs> headline, Avengers HR public statement in regards to the revelation and embarrassing history of the families behind the heroes. Yeah, well, I mean, Tony Stark comes from a family of warlords, basically, as soon as how he's, uh, his dad sold weapons and... Uh, you know, he's a, I mean, a big part of his story was making up for the fact that his dad was a weapons. Repent. Repent Re- for your guilt. <laughs> Glacia Iabolus, I think, said, hello, work, Steven. 
I don't know what that means. Thanks, Brett and Mary, for the hours content making work more bearable. Yes. And that's kind of the best thing about. You're welcome. The, it's my favorite part about this job. Like I, I, I kind of drone on about that, but podcast at every other job that I've had, at least in the last several years, podcasts and YouTube have been what got yeah. me through. The I want to know if there's someone who has like converted their entire like shift or office into like listening. Like it starts with just one person and then suddenly they're all like hanging around the same cubicle listening to this. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool. Like just it, it, like if it's... you accomplish that, let us know. Yes. Uh, not Alan Rogers said, thank you, Moses. Hope you're well. Can I share this? Can I'm so confused what's going on That was right from now. the thing earlier about uh, that um, MIA was saying. Oh, yeah. Never? <laughs> Retweet if you obey it's, the Ten Commandments. So Ignore bo- if you don't. It's so boomer. For, like, she can't be that old. Like, that's something that a person or in their 50s is. it a marketing says. stunt? It's, it could be a marketing stunt. <laughs> One, uh, a couple more and then we'll, uh, we'll move on and we'll keep the rest for after. TV Joshua said, the question is, did you sell your religion for money? So, I mean, that's a hard question to ask, right? Do You You can't you, make money off of being Christian these days, unless you're Joel Osteen. I don't know. They're trying. It's uh, like, I, like there's there's Christian musicians, right? I yeah, mean, and there was like a huge piece about, uh, what's her, I didn't reference it once, but Sadie Robertson oh, something. Yeah. I mean, like she just sells Christian lifestyle. Oh, yeah. And I should mean, you not? Like, that's the real question. Like, are you less Christian if you figure out a way to make it a business that promotes Christianity? Brittany Aldean c- claims to be religious, right? The husband of Jason. Ald- I think they claim to be religious. Tons of people um, claim to be religious. I don't know how much of it. I mean, country, of it kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of country music anyways. People mm-hmm. hate Morgan Wallen and his fans, too. Oh, it's because he's he's the quintessential crossover They hate artist. you no matter what if you're in country music. He's the, he's the quintessential crossover. He's like, he's Sam Hunt if Sam Hunt had said, the n-word and got caught mm-hmm. <laughs> st miles said thanks for all the work you all do that is shifting the culture to be better well i like that, that's like a big Thank thing you. to put like i just want people to have something to listen to at work and have fun and well if we shift enjoy. the culture at the same time then that's also cool i would say we have more work to do if we can't remember more positive things in pop culture in 2022 we need, I, th- uh, I think the worse the better that's see that's uh, <laughs> Uh, Bad the, news for them is good news for fair, us. Fair One more. Speaking of which, though, Liver King, ah yes, guys, is um, now about to be sued by his ex fans who are maddened by his steroid taking scandal, and he might have to pay out as much as a hundred million dollars for it. Not twenty five. I thought it was yeah, twenty five. Yeah, because this is a class action lawsuit. Ah. There are four plaintiffs, each one asking for $25 million in damages. And he's a wealthy If dude. they all win, they, then he will have to pay out $100 million. Unlikely, but also, I'm going by, like, the version of Occam's Razor that is, like, the most entertaining outcome will win at this point. That like, it's, it's 2023, the- and the most entertaining and funny thing will happen. This is, uh, this is a... This is a scandal on steroids. This is one of those things that's like, and then the, then right after this, The Rock came into the news because Joe Rogan was saying yeah. like The Rock is clearly not natural. And then right after that, I don't know if it's because the, the algorithm gods, whatever it may be, I started getting a lot of videos about like uh, fitness influencers who were like going ham on The Rock for like not like clearly talking about how he's like doesn't use steroids but clearly does does he i don't know but maybe he is, doesn't use oh, them we're today, on the super chat the screen past. right now what are we is yeah it still on the super chat screen there we go See? <laughs> hey I'm, I'm anyway a, uh, so this guy 
that, doesn't use steroids, but actually he does. But he does. Yes. Well, it's like you look at any picture of him. It's like so well, he we, got we covered this is, when it broke. Basically, he has the ancestral tenets and claims that if you eat the diet that he eats, which is you know raw liver, testicles, hearts. He never said he didn't. Etc. Well, he did actually say he doesn't eat steroids. Like he's like, but I never. And if said you I, if you sleep on wooden boards and you don't have five G in your house, then you can get jacked like him. And if you take his supplements, then you'll look like him. But yeah. it was news to a lot of people apparently that he was on a huge amount of steroids, like, which costed him I think twelve thousand dollars a month. He's like, if you buy 12 grand a month in steroids and my supplements, you can look like me. So I guess the complaint is really just saying the ancestral diet that he's promoting where you have to eat raw organ meat every day can like kind of destroy your digestive system so that you're left with only the option to take his supplements. You start buying them and then you still don't get the same results. Yeah. And... He vehemently denied using steroids, of course, and insisted that his physique was all natty. And <laughs> and they have to and say natty you, too. You're, you're like you're like as a fitness influencer, you're not allowed to say natural. Oh, you have I thought to say it was. Natty. I thought it was like uh, when I think it was Taco Bell. They're not allowed to like advertise a beef cheese burrito. It has to be beefy because it's not beef. completely beef. Like he's saying it's it's natty, meaning like. I want you to think it's natural. If it's but not it's beef, not. then what? What's the rest? Natty of it? TM. They mix it with like all kinds of other parts of cheaper cuts of meat, so it could have oh, like pork at least it's or like still some meat. I think I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. But like, if he's saying it's a natty <laughs> supplement, he's not actually telling you it's natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Here's a quote from the complaint. It says, "Liver King fashioned a cult-like, extreme, and implausible regimented lifestyle when he can." which he then convinced consumers to adopt and maintain. Then, knowing that no one could stick to this, quote, life-threatening diet, he sent traffic to his supplement sites. I disagree with the premise that eating a carnivore diet is life-threatening, and that's a weak saying, point in this case. Aren't they saying just raw carnivore raw Yeah, I think it's not that it's, it's carnivore. I think it's that it's raw. Yeah. Was that all that he ate? I'm not a it's Liver like, King fan. I don't know. It's like, because, like, Michaela Peterson does carnivore diet swears yeah. by carnivore diet but she cooks the food like mm-hmm. that's, that's that makes different. it a lot easier yeah. also maddie healy could join this because he did that didn't he eat raw meat on stage once well and also he did, youtube yeah. is littered with like raw vegan influencers who eat nothing but bananas at least on screen yeah. and like this is the only way to live don't you also say that like, there's nothing more toxic than like the fitness influencers who who talk about like what they eat in a day yeah oh, totally it's, yeah it's considered disordered uh eating like it's to be completely obsessed with food and to be constantly like any form of extreme obsession so like whether it's calorie counting or being like i can only have completely natty bananas or whatever what i think about the the what i eat in a day videos (laughs) it's usually it's somebody like i don't know an alexis wren who definitely doesn't eat as much food as she is showing social media on this day, I ate this Or maybe much. it's only on that day, and so it's misleading. It's funny. It's similarly it, misleading when he's telling his fan base yeah. that he's eating raw meat, and that's why he looks the way he looks, when that's obviously not the case. Yeah. He even admits in his own apology video for lying that he does this for the 15-year-old boys out there who have self-esteem issues, and it's like, you're literally making their body dysmorphia and quality of life worse Mm -hmm. by lying to them. And 
I'm sorry. Like, I see a lot of takes that are like, if you believe this guy was natty, you're a moron who deserves to get taken advantage of and you deserve to lose your money. Ah, the That is not what I, I think. think. I think the most important case that we could reference as precedent is Brooke Wyndham in uh, Legally Blonde, who is famous for her, I don't know, Pilates or workout videos. And she would rather go to jail and potentially be convicted of her husband's murder than admit that actually she gets liposuction because that's the only <laughs> way to maintain her figure. The, uh, like, I think that... There are probably, I have no reason to doubt that Liver King, who I've never watched, maybe started with some real uh, advice and intention to help someone, right? Like, maybe he does maybe believe he still in diet. Yeah. Right. But, like, to maintain that, I don't know how you could without without um, uh, steroids. Like, this, yeah. seems, this seems extreme to me. On and so I have no people. idea why anyone would even want to look as artificially jacked as Liver the, King. But, but if you do and you're naive about how that is right. attainable... And about his real methods, then, like, I don't think you deserve to get swindled, especially if you're no. a teenager. And I think that there are other, I mean, this is part of influencer culture is, like, I, I'm trying to think of the names. It might be Halo Beauty with, like, one of the makeup people. But, like, there have yeah, been I've a couple different um, supplements. Maybe it was one of the Kardashians ones that say, like, you'll get thicker hair and clear skin and whatever else. The little and, gummy bears. Right. And they are not effective. Like, ultimately, yeah. I don't know how many of them are face lawsuits, but, like, your body you get rid of all of the vitamins that you don't need. There's no guarantee with any of this. And so for him, like, I could see where you are a, a, a tend towards extreme personality, right? Like, even if maybe he suffers from his own form of body dysmorphia, he becomes very jacked, he becomes very lean. Now he's just leaning into enough, it. Right? Now he's just leaning into it and saying, like, yes, I'm doing the steroids and still doing, and still doing what I was doing. He was a successful businessman before this venture. Yeah. So this is just, like, he saw a market to fill and filled it and yeah like you said, i just, you just i think don't it's think it creepy was, that you know. as a 45 year old man you openly admit that you're going for a target audience of men under 20 but that's and you're kind of being buys. a father figure to them like and a male role model i don't like it i could get that but i also think that like someone on his team was like you know who has money yeah. to spend on this it's guys 15 to 21 and my guess is like once once you hear that it's very easy as like a as a less principled businessman to rationalize that what you're doing is not or you you are telling yourself no it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine everything i'm doing is fine you just lie to yourself and yeah. then, therefore you lie to the public that's um, what he said he he was doing in his apology video i, I see, still I think that in the it, apology video he was still like coming up with excuses like i had good intentions the whole time i just want to help young men you know feel more confident in themselves and he admitted that he himself has body image issues i haven't seen this and i have said all of these things like this is playing out like just predictable and i'm sad for him if that's true and in the more than likely case he's just trying to save face like i feel mostly sad for the people who really bought into the lifestyle and potentially anyone who was seriously harmed by it but uh, you can't trust the internet this is the thing like just because he eats a liver and he has a backpack and a weird beard like that doesn't mean he's credible that's why you got to go follow Papa Swolio. He's way better. He's the guy who just says... He, go to the effing gym. He drinks, he drinks coffee. He spits it out and says, go to the effing gym. Sure. And he says, eat a steak. Go to the effing gym. Are the female <laughs> influencers going to be held accountable for peddling like the flat tummy teas? Not just the supplements for hair gonna... and nails, but like these are literally dangerous laxative yeah. products. Any and that's not things. in... So some of them have face lawsuits. I wish I had uh, prepped a, one to pull up. But for the most part, these class action lawsuits are difficult to prove because, like, if you read the fine print of these products, they'll say, like, 
oh, well, maybe it doesn't actually, like, the thing that the influencer says, like, it helped me lose 25 pounds, but everyone's different. Yeah. So that is their way of getting out of it. Like, it really depends on who they are. With him, like, it so did he me say of, like, false advertising. Did he thing. say, like, I don't know. Uh, it will, will it be Well, be the way that his people. website is worded with, like, the ancestral tenets, it's almost like a Ten Commandments of Health yeah. that anyone can follow and get good, but maybe not equal results. And, you know, maybe it is, like, really good for you to eat raw organ meats or a carnivore diet. I don't dispute that because I don't know. And I, I also think that it goes against the mainstream narrative, which is that you need to eat mostly grains. But, like, then just give us what the real result is because I think he could achieve something great with that and just just lifting, eating meat. That can make you look great. If and you, you don't need done, to go to the extreme that is going to give you health issues down the line and shorten your lifespan. Well, even I think he would have been successful even if he had just done the raw meat. The the raw meat part of it was enough of a like clickbaity a, a clickbaity headline that he probably would have been Cause, successful cause anyways. That, that's the thing about maintaining his body through steroids, right? Like I bet he was fit. I bet he is a mm -hmm. gym person, right? But the extremeness of his figure which is facilitated through steroid use is what makes you look on the video and be like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. Like, once he yeah. became known as Liver King and seeing him eat a liver loses its shock value, he needs to maintain this crazy, bulky, veiny. Like, I would not want to look like that. I don't think I'd want to date anyone who looked like that. Like, muscular is good. This is why I think it's for other men like, that they do this. And I think it's to show you, like, I have pushed myself to the extreme and I can maintain it, right? Yeah. Like, some people can work out really intensely, cut, look kind of ripped for a while. Like, you hear yeah. this with, like, fighters and stuff like That's that. That's very common with a lot of the people, like, the people who do, like, the Arnold Classic and stuff like right. that. They, they talk about, like, like, you don't look like this all the time. You literally work up to that day yeah. and then basically have to decompress. It's not something that seems maintainable, yeah. but for him, he is selling, like, your body responds to this. It is supposed to eat like this, and it is something that you can maintain forever, which, like, just fundamentally isn't true. And he proved that by taking steroids. He even said in that apology video that if you start taking at least his regimen of uh, steroids, that you start to gain more muscle by not working out than by working out. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so counterintuitive. Yeah. It sounds steroids so stupid <laughs> that it's, it's, and people are like, it's so stupid sounding, it must be right. true. And like, long-term steroid abuse uh, damages your pituitary glands. It yeah. has emotional consequences. It affects fertility. Like, men who, could, because I don't desire to look like this, the idea that you would take steroids, like, it's appealing to me. But I recognize for men, it's a different standard and there's a different body. Uh, there's a different desired result, right? Yeah. But, like, it is worth saying that, like, steroid use isn't just like, oh, you take some steroids, you get muscular. And then if you're lucky, you don't get caught and get sued. But it's like, it physically alters yeah. your body. It's Absolutely. not something that you can do with no consequences. I, I imagine that he was able to, like, explain the, like, he could rationalize it to himself by saying, like, look, if I can just get these people, like, a lot of them, even if they're on steroids, like, if I can get people into the gym and... Attaining a healthy lifestyle on their own, they've done their job. Telling yourself you're a net positive when you're doing something objectively wrong. Or is like when, the you're, when you are or lying. Or like my lies are justified. Like that's even if gets it's lying me. by omission, He's, yeah, that, that's like as long as I can get them into gym and, and learning a healthy lifestyle. Look, I, I do like uh, I loved baseball. Granted, I wasn't the biggest Barry Bonds fan, but I know kids who loved Barry Bonds and wanted to play baseball the rest of their life. Do they care that he took steroids to hit his home runs? Some of them do. Some of them don't. Like that's different, obviously, because it's like a competitive sport. 
but you look at you look at videos of Barry Bonds like in the ninety, like in the early nineties, and he's just tiny compared to the size he was at the end. And then everyone's like shocked. Yeah. I can't believe he was on steroids. Like, mm-hmm. it do is you guys what it think is. that Liver King deserves to have to pay out twenty five million or however many millions? Does he deserve that fate? I don't know about that. That's I don't so, even know yeah. what his net worth is. Yeah, I think you'd also have to see what the like argument is, right? Like, how did they? Because typically people ask for this big, huge number, but then the court settles it somewhere else, right? Yeah. So, like, if they ask for a hundred thousand dollars and they ordered him to give fifty, but they're like, oh, but if we'd gone to the table with three million, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he'll actually end up paying a hundred million dollars to these people. I don't think it sounds like the case is that strong. I wouldn't be surprised if he has to pay a million to each one or several hundred thousand. I think that there is a case for uh, financial damages, especially depending on like I haven't read through the lawsuit, so like what that opens the, the floodgates too of other people wanting to sue. Also, maybe if not them, they shouldn't necessarily win. But you know who should win is those two guys who are suing the movie studio because there wasn't Anna De Armas in the movie. That, they, yeah, they, that was they, that's they, false advertising. Was, they, 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 they advertised the movie with uh, Anna De Armas, and they cut Anna De Armas from the final product, and they're suing for five million dollars. So they're like, I paid three ninety nine for this movie. I want five million dollars. I want them to win. Mm-hmm. Stick it to the man. I say. So, like yeah, you saw they, this with the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case. Remember, they had to go. The jurors had to go back in to like fill out how much they had to like award to each person. Yeah, like I could sue Brett for. Five billion dollars. But if the jury decides that I'm only worth, you know, it's only worth me getting ten dollars, that's how it works out. It's mm-hmm. it's funny when you talk about the um the what you eat in a day videos because everyone who's ever look, growing up in skating during the the height of like when the internet age became popular, one of the biggest things people did were day in the life videos. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing less like a day in your life than a day in your life video. Like, like, have you seen all of the obnoxious ones from New York City? They're like, here's here's a day in my life or a weekend in my life in New York City. First, we went to brunch cafe with my friend Bobo, and then we got <laughs> tattoo. We got matching tattoos every day. I just then, go and get a tattoo. Then we went and partied in Central Park at four p.m. Yeah. in broad daylight, and then we caught a vibe at whatever <laughs> nightclub, and then <laughs> then we did an after party at this asshole's house and then there's, <laughs> like, this, there's the this one like there's, not your day there's like a famous one where it's like what my how i survive on 19 grand a month as a call as a graduate <laughs> student in new york city and it's just a bunch of people where it says that and then it cuts to them a guy's like adding water to his toothpaste and like filling his shampoo bottle with water so that he doesn't run out <laughs> and he's just like seriously Really? Right. Nin- 19 grand. <laughs> Granted, you know, if you're if you're in Manhattan, 19 grand a month for somebody who's fiscally irresponsible might still be low end for for somebody there in like the richest parts of the of the city. So, I don't know. You know, the like I think it goes back to more of what you just said. The internet is not real life and maybe Gen Z and beyond will be more technologically literate to just how fake the world is online. But until then, People will get got by grifters who are selling them a body that looks like the Liver King and telling them that it's uh, that it was done with supplements and raw meat. Though, did you did you see the um, the Ryan Long video? It's like the one guy who who didn't know Liver King wasn't natty. I, said, I did it's, see that this incre- morning. Ryan Long never misses. <laughs> Ryan Long never misses. So, all right, let's get some super chats. Potatoes for Seamus said, "Brett, I will gladly." 
take your Marvel hat today for you to get a DC hat tomorrow. Also, we want Surge on PCC. Also, hi, Mary and Hannah Claire. Look, we also would like to have Surge on PCC. Surge is trying know, Surge is great. to organize that. Also, to look, be fair, he works weird hours. So he does. I'm not even sure yeah. if this is like his dawn or what. And to be fair, like, and also, like, look, I, I don't really want to wear a DC hat. Any more than I want to. You're I, not a team player. I don't simp for like I, I wear Minnesota hats because I'm from Minnesota. I don't really like. I love I loved baseball in like the '90s because I was a kid. I collect like World Series memorabilia because it was relevant to my childhood. But I'm not like simping for like sports teams the same way. Um, so it's like I don't want to buy a hat. It would be like going around and wearing like an Apple hat. Like there's hipsters that wear like Apple hats, or people that wear like imagine like I wear a Samsung hat. Well, I wear an like no. Like yeah. uh, anytime these things happen, like uh, me and me and Caper Two X will will joke around in the chat about like being Marvel or DC people. But I feel bad for people that actually have parts of their identity tied to these billion dollar companies. That like, look, they might have told you amazing stories, amazing stories that meant the world to you when you were a kid. And that's fine. But that doesn't mean you have to like simp for the company that did it. If anything, simp for the story. Hmm. Like it's, it's even more weirder contained. if it's just a tech company or just yeah. a random company. Like Way I see more. people carrying the rainbow tote bag that Ikea put out. Yeah. Because Oof. yeah, like thumbs up rainbows. I don't know. Mm. Clef the Misfit said, guys, I live in Miami, formerly Orlando, and I'm the only person I know who doesn't listen to Bad there Bunny. You go. Wow, I guess it's just a regional thing. That's it's, like, I thought that regional interests uh, and trends were like a thing of the past. Well, but. also, well, he was big in Latin America, so that makes yeah. sense. That, like, he's more influential in Florida. Miami. Uh, I'd also say that all of the fans that walk by with him look like they are early teenagers, mm -hmm. so they might literally be a generation like not they've a even aged out under you yeah. like you're you're our connection to the younger generation and they're it's even a very aged tenuous out one under, under you well then he's sending a horrible message to those preteens now there's going to be just like there's, i think it's a good message don't expect slubbers to be nice to you stay away from them just like teenage boys who are now going to remember like we were like people arguing with us about andrew tate who think like we hate andrew tate but we don't actually hate andrew tate like the idea that like teenage boys will take nothing but the bad lessons or the the hyperbolic stuff that Andrew Tate said. Now there's somebody somewhere who will take nothing away from Bad Bunny other than to take someone's phone and throw it into the fountain. Yeah. TB Joshua said, okay, Puerto Rican here. Look, Bad Bunny is just the new brainwashing tool for Latin America. These artists are approved by our media to help make money in our countries. More Kool-Aid for, wait, what is there? More Kool-Aid for the sheep. The sheep? Is there an artist that you stan, even though you know they're totally part of the Matrix, as Andrew Tate would say, and like you just don't care? Taylor Swift? Part of the Matrix. I like-ish Taylor Swift. Like, what's total stan? Uh, I don't own any Taylor Swift I don't albums. total stan anybody. Yeah. I, I, it might be antithetical to like, I feel like working here, you just know enough about how evil corporate Hollywood and corporate press are that you're just not standing for anybody in that world because you know that it's inherently a very very bad place to be. Chet Hanks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Somebody in the but earlier. He's not in the Matrix. Somebody in the chat earlier was like, "You hate Liver King, but you love Chet Hanks." Hanks. I'm like, "Well, I like Chet Hanks because as soon as he his, comes out with supplements, we'll be nervous." Like, um, like, look, Chet Hanks is great, but that's because 
it's it was more of a joke at Chet first. Hanks is natty. It became a joke. It it was started as a joke that became more like I appreciated the kind of. Uh, the way he was open about his childhood and the vulnerability that he showed about like, look, being the child of a famous parent. He won parent, me over with emotions. He did. He won me over with his emotions. And, and then uh, he kept him with his uh, rippling abs. But uh, to be fair, it's, uh, like he's like, he's, he sells like a workout program, but does like anybody here actually know if it works? I don't know if it works. Like uh, People are using do, it. Please do we a need Chad Hanks workout review. That would Brad, that is the thing I would like for you to do this year. Yeah. Corey Anderson said, I stand Brett Cooper, but not in a weird way. <laughs> well, what is the, is that like... Uh, we believe you, bro. Is that like, so <laughs> if you stand Brett Cooper, but not in a weird way, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll send a super chat, but I won't buy a membership. Oh. I wonder what standing means to you. To Brett Cooper. I mean, like, Stan it comes from a, a song about a stalker. I look so. I look at a I look at a picture of them on Instagram, but I won't download photos onto my phone's hard drive. Yeah, I think that would be the so step specific. that the stands sta- like will is that take. Where that you, you go ends, too far. Fan ends and standing begins. It saved images to your phone memory. Like that's where the I, I don't know. <laughs> I go. My said discovering. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this. Discovering like that Hannah Claire was like the biggest like moment in like the pop culture for like the last like year. Like envying you. Six and being six? six. So who's the six? Is that us? Wait, what? Are we the six? I don't get it. Who's? At, I, we're only three so, people. Sounds like they're making fun of me because I say like a lot. Oh, it's, I thought it was. I me. think that we all do it. It's one of those things where that, that doesn't bother me anymore. Like as much. It's it's harder. Like it's easier when you're doing like individual or one on one. I feel like it's less common because if you say like a lot, it's a it's almost a placeholder to let people know that you have more to say. Mm-hmm. And in an environment like this, a lot of times it's like. You have to get in where you have to get in to I say what you pause, need to say. Like, Chad, I am. You do. You're an absolute. Like a lot of times, I'm looking <laughs> for like when I'm placing ads and stuff. I'm like, there's a fantastic pause there. Thanks, Mary. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to just drop it in over while somebody's talking. Uh-huh. So it's like Mary will just she she comes to the rescue every time with just just the pause. Porco Rosso forever said Hannah Claire. Hope you can stop dancing long enough to get to Fast Five, Six, and Seven. They're the best. Everyone agrees. Check the IMDb user ratings. You have something to look forward to. What are they talking about? I, are you dancing? No, there's like somebody made a meme video. Oh, the it's meme. Like a long yeah, one, yeah, yeah. And it's like my face is on someone's You saw it. Which is so funny because I don't dance. Don't dance. Like, I'm not a dancer. Are you anti-dancing? I'm not anti-dancing. I'm not a Baptist, but you know, <laughs> the I'm not that guy from Footloose. But <laughs> I just... Like, it's never really been my thing. And so seeing that video makes me laugh because it's like, like definitely fake. I, I can imagine you dancing. Just I thought try it was dancing. hilarious. You imagine me dancing. I'm, I, well, somebody they did a great job editing it, though. You got it. It was hilarious. Any update on Fast? No, they, no really. update. To, to be fair, they're right. Uh, earlier, somebody told you in like a previous day. Everyone tells me every time I say what movie I'm on, oh, but the next one's the best one. Like, yeah. I think you I'm guys are all just trying to get me through it, and I appreciate the motivation. But. I'm saying that you're in for the best stretch of films with four, five, six, and seven. <laughs> you're just like, I get past six, I'm like, four, five, six, and seven. My gosh, she has so many to, so many to watch still. Oh for the gosh. people, if there are still people in the chat that are new that joined us from Tim's reference today, uh, Hannah Claire 
l- lost a bet, I guess, or yeah, we okay. met uh, we met a requirement on super chats on on crisis parties that required her to watch all nine Fast and the Furious movies, which is a nineteen hour commitment. I mean, for someone who's on this show sometimes like how come i am the one still paying the price because they paid the price because i really, dyed though. my hair blonde and, and is your hair currently blonde i we should have had to leave your hair blonde as long as it took me to get to the back because i why because i would be bothering you every weekend Next i'd time, be sending your text i'd be like you're watching it right get this you over organize with. it for me and that's half the battle oh my gosh whenever i like think like oh my gosh i should be putting on a fast and the furious to watch it right now it's like too late also i don't have streaming services um yeah, and they're like all spread out between. Uh, and they don't all. Oh, it's not like Fast and Furious one. Fast and Furious. It's like Fast and Furious, one, too fast, too furious. Something Tokyo Drift. Like what, they all have weird names. One through three are on one streaming service, and then four so through annoying. nine are like the, because the rights went to. I, I I don't remember if it's Paramount or Peacock. I think Pe- I think Peacock because I think I literally I was like I watched what I I watched Fast and Furious four, and then. Five, and then realized that six was on Peacock, and that was like the only thing that could get me to get Peacock. So I had to cancel Disney Plus because I was like, on principle, I'm not going to have Disney Plus and Peacock at the same time. I'm just not. I know that doesn't Fight actually the make power a difference. Bread. I love it. I know it doesn't actually make a difference, but I'm just like, I can't. Like, I, you have to draw my, a line in the sand for myself, somewhere. <laughs> for myself, yeah. Bad Up said, "Free the coat." <laughs> it's like free the code. Free the my coat. Yeah. Chad Mobley said, yeah, Brett, that's me. Also, there's a small town in Ohio where one family decided to go Mobley over Mobley. Ah. LOL. But I assume you're Mobley. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that like a, (laughs) so that's like a, that's a spelling thing. Like, like in, um. I think more the pronunciation of it. Raven Thor said raw meat and carnivore diets got popular just in the last few years. In a decade or more, we'll know if it's sustainable. If you research it, there's no civilizations in the past that ate meat only. Okay. That's probably true. But I think for me, it's more out of spite that I'm favorable to it because we have like all of these climate activists telling us that in 10 years, we won't be able to eat meat anymore to save the planet from warming up too fast i'm so like and i just want to eat more meat when they tell me See, that. now i want bad bunny to like throw a climate change spreadsheet into a fountain so i can <laughs> so we can talk about that and she takes her ipad <laughs> it's like somebody comes up to me like have you seen what your emissions are doing and she's like she's got a little but they like, never stylus. have the stats though yeah. they she, always just throw soup at you she's got the stylus and she's showing it to him and he just takes the tablet and throws it into the water you're mistaken they never have numbers that's that's a fair point <laughs> caper 2x said mary jesus says dance and make mine marvel i don't know what this means do you dance mary are you a dancer i guess like been Sometimes. No, like you don't have strong feelings one way or the other. Not really. Yeah. Corey Anderson said, I appreciate the work Brett does. I'm 40. Give me a break. <laughs> um, Wait, what? <laughs> I, I don't get it. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, in the chat earlier, somebody, I, I think Busta Cap said something like, he's like, Brett just, he gets up and, and reads articles. That's his job. Maybe that's what he was talking about. That was really <laughs> the day. Like, and I pick out a hat every and day. I pick out a hat. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes into it. All right. We're moving on, guys. So. Uh, this is a little bit uh, left field from what we normally talk about, but I thought it was relevant because it's like I used to read stuff like this all the time or watch channels that would talk about stuff like this all the time because it covered YouTube news. And then I realized it's kind of relevant now because it's we especially are, relevant yeah. to us and we have to be conscientious of the way that YouTube 
surreptitiously yes. changes their policies all the time and doesn't communicate them properly. Yes. Thank for, thanks for the money that just hit my microphone. I was, I was like, um, what was that sound? It was very, it was very squishy sounding. Yeah. Squishy. So yeah. ASMR money guns. So uh, Moist Critical did a video where he revealed that apparently you will get instantly demonetized if you swear in the first eight to 15 seconds of a video. And I had questions because I was under the impression that this was already was a policy, but maybe not. Well, but, we went by two minutes, actually. Yes. And the other thing was like uh, the other big piece of information is that they're retroactively going yes. through videos to demonetize well, stuff. That came out because a specific YouTuber called RT Game Daniel. Yes. Came out about going to Team YouTube support about this issue and then finding out that because he drew attention to his channel, they went in and retroactively enforced this policy on all of his old videos, basically punishing him just for asking for answers. So he said, I've received an email from YouTube confirming they will not be restoring the status of any of my content or removing age restrictions on my content. I feel completely let down, absolutely devastated. His content, by the way, he's saying uh, is, is getting censored or demonetized based on like playing certain horror games that are yes. overly gory. So it's yeah. not just swearing language. It's anything gory or basically like not PG-13. Let's, let's go it's through this list. It's weird too because YouTube has a kids app that is specifically for yeah. kids under the minimum age of 13 you can to mark watch. your content so why are we still trying to make the rest of youtube into disney channel or nope. you know i think what Mo moist critical called it was weenie hut juniors uh the funny thing about it uh, the big thing was that there was no notification at least most people that i talked to saw no notification updates no. for them not in their youtube not in and their that's Creator normal Studio. for youtube they never communicate these they things are, they're like a very very poorly communicating girlfriend they and just, it seems like they, also they have all these rules and they regulations don't communicate proper, internally either yeah. So, so no notification of policy updates, retro retroactive demonetization of videos. I went back through like our last four pages of videos and saw no change to anything that would have been inherently not a problem before. Not that I saw. Mm -hmm. was like we, we did a topic yesterday where we talked about a creepy video of Demi Moore kissing uh, a, a, an underage boy mm -hmm. from a, a movie or from a, a cast party back in the day. That was deemed and not that was suitable. Deemed not, and it got the actual whole video yesterday. The the live uh, ad like ad suitabilities questioned, right? So right. limited ad suitability. So I mean, they're they're clearly on the mark there for like they catch this stuff. And when uh, RT Gamer was talking, what he was talking, he said they gave him timestamps of where the offenses were. Yeah. So it's like whenever they tell you like, well, we don't know where this happens, bull. You know where these things happen. So uh, they, they have this list here of the different things. And I thought the most interesting ones were enabling dishonest behavior and inappropriate language. So for inappropriate language, it says YouTube says that all varieties of profanity will now be treated equally and will not be differentiated based on levels of severity. It's funny because in my household, there was only a few, like, I mean, they didn't like it when you swore, but there was some, there were some ones that were particularly looked down upon in my mm -hmm. household. So my house was not much like YouTube. Uh, uh, though YouTube does not, uh, does also note that it's not treating words like hell and damn as profanity anymore. So they are freed. You are allowed to say those now. Uh, though it is a little weird, content where profanity is used 
after the first eight seconds may receive ad revenue. However, if profanity is used in the first eight seconds of a video, then it will not monetize, right? Is this just like, we're just effing with you? Or is this literally... Is it just, I, I mean, maybe they built the algorithm, algorithm this way because they found that content with excessive swearing usually started swearing within that window so it's of like time. fair to assume that more will happen. It's just a likelihood yeah. you're catching it before... It continues, but I, I don't really I feel know. Like it's more like people. There are some people who don't want to hear swear words. Like I know we reference kids, but there are adults who prefer. And not I try to, to. I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I feel bad afterwards because I understand. Like there are people who are like they're watching it in the in the living room on a TV. Their kids are there, or like, they just themselves don't want to hear it. Yes. And like I think that first eight seconds is like, if someone screams a curse word, you don't have time to opt out, right? Like, uh, also, you don't get a feel for the video. YouTube. It's not a strong yeah. measure, but like. Theoretically, that could be a claim. Maybe YouTube can start implementing their own version of like the one F word rule. Like in in like in Breaking Bad, they got their one F word a season or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So you got to save it for the end for like a particularly meaningful period where it really matters. So it's like I think that happened. I, I think I let uh, I think I accidentally kind of sort of on purpose let an F word go when when we were talking about Ezra Miller early on because it was just so ridiculous and infuriating how bad the behavior was. But in general, we try to refrain from swearing. It's interesting because now even on like streaming shows where they have unlimited ability to put swear words in those lines, the way that they do it is so excessive that it makes it almost cringy aside from it being kid-friendly or not like i think it's just cringy and a lazy way of writing scripts um as far as youtube i just think like they need to prioritize retaining the people that use their normal app and then drawing the kids to use the kids app it's a very simple solution that is why they came up with it and i think that they're actually just using this and their poor communication about these new policies demonetization is a form of soft censorship in my opinion yeah and they're looking for you to do the censoring for them censor yourself so that we have to do less work and it's especially frustrating when we see creators like logan paul for instance that are seemingly propped up by the algorithm even though they have largely children watching their content and he's like promoting a crypto gambling scam to <sighs> Yeah, them. I forgot about that. That's, and that's and then if now. you try to get answers directly from YouTube support, they're either like, I'm just as clueless as you, dude, or they're saying, um, actually, now that you mention it, we found 10 other videos that are now not suitable. So you're just flagging yourself so don't and say anything less than find at anything risk. More. When this yeah. is like some people, this is their livelihood. Like this is not okay. Is there yeah. a list of the expletives? So they're saying like all words are equal with the exceptions of damn and hell, which I assume in part is because you could theoretically be talking about that in like a religious sense. You are damned. You are going to hell. Yeah, somebody in the chat mentioned that. Um, thought that was interesting. What I would want to know what the other expletive words are because is there a way that this is? Um, restricting a certain kind of content is there a specific group of youtubers that specifically use a banned word in the first eight 15 seconds like i am curious about who this is impacting the most there are people who accidentally might curse in the beginning of their video but is there uh, a type of content that is going to be 
specifically impacted by this. Uh, lovely Nightmare in the chat says, we need Quentin Tarantino to swear down Susan. Susan Majicki. Quentin Tarantino needs to make his own YouTube channel that just gets instantly demonetized as a way of promoting his next movie. I still think it's so funny that YouTube stopped making YouTube Rewind just because everyone hated them oh, yeah. so much. Nobody likes it because, because YouTube fake. Rewind... Yeah, it was fake. It represented everything that the culture of that platform was not and everything that was corporate friendly and I mean, not even kid friendly, but just like palatable to mega corporations. I remember when the quartering covered it like ages ago when he talked about YouTube offered like a basically pledged $500 million to like mainstream networks right when they decided to implement what they were calling um, authoritative news sources. That's when you started seeing CNN, Fox News and MSNBC come to the top of your like your um, recommended feed. Right. And it's just like this was them thumbing the nose to all of the people that actually made YouTube what it was, right? right? The independent creators. Like, look, I got my dad recently into watching Sticks, Hex, and Hammer. <laughs> like, I love the idea of my dad, like, now at home and, like, watching a dude in a bathrobe give him political takes. That's what was great about YouTube, is a dude in a bathrobe with a with a with a glass and a cup with a, a spoon that clanks in the in the cup can give you more nuanced and educated opinions based on a variety of topics than some dude in a suit and tie sitting behind a big fancy table and that was what made the platform beautiful but like you said earlier the idea that they aren't pushing YouTubers to the kids section proves that it doesn't really work and they understand just how meaningless the mm -hmm. please check if you're over 13 button is because even a 12 year old can figure out how to check the yes I am 13 button yeah and Libby Emmons had this thing she has a I think she talked about it publicly her 12 year old son who I guess at 10 had been like mom can I start a YouTube channel and she'd been like no I don't feel comfortable with that and like the guidelines are 12 anyways so when he turned 12 he told her about his two year old YouTube channel like <laughs> kids can get around these things internet yep. or through their parents yep. yeah and I think that this is still this change or wave of changes is still an obfuscation from the real problems that people bring to YouTube. Similarly to Twitch, I'm sure you guys remember ElsaGate. They aren't properly policing the kid-friendly content on the app because they overly scrutinize all the rest of it, all yep. of the adult-friendly content. Mm -hmm. When they're not looking at the fact that a lot of this, like, basically AI-generated content for kids includes themes of like sexuality violence drugs um Odd i mean culture. there's I, there, I remember in elsagate there was also uh like cases where there were videos of medical procedures being done to real children that were getting in a very unusual amount of traffic yeah for just some you know seemingly innocuous video of a child getting like a vaccine or something like and then they had comment sections full of seemingly gibberish. Yeah. But then other people uncovered that there seemed to be hidden meanings in those gibberish comments. I mean, don't spies it's all very in fishy. comment sections? Like YouTube just doesn't seem to care about enforcing these policies. Twitch doesn't care about enforcing their policies equally. Twitter, up until very recently, yeah. didn't still didn't protect kids that had, you know, exploitation how many material kids. thank you thank you guys it's party time p-a-r-t why because
because I. So I think somebody in the chat finally mentioned or mentioned the movie earlier. I mentioned it. it's from the movie The Mask with Jim oh, yeah. Carrey. Oh. Who doesn't love that movie, right? Uh, I don't know I've ever seen it. Uh, I'm picturing um, it was uh, it was Cameron Diaz's big break was. Um, I'm, I'm picturing like all the kids. Thank you guys so much. Thank I'm picturing you. all the kids that got ripped off by a Logan Paul NFT scam because uh, you know our the game that he's promoting, by the way, yeah. doesn't even exist yet. Yeah, it's not real. No, <laughs> he's it, just getting so, people's money. Well, neither was that one that Zoe Quinn was going to make, right? Right. I, I'm just tired of the grifting and the lies. It is what it is, dude. Like none it's, of these platforms actually protect children. But they'll use the disguise of protecting children's innocence in order to censor adult content. And it's like, it's just so disingenuous that they hide their worst intentions with such a seemingly innocent cause. Yep, it's sad. It's a, I, I, I wanted to go through the one last part here was the enabling dishonest behavior part really quick, which is as this is a new guideline designed to tackle the rising spat of prank videos where people impersonate store employees. YouTube says that pretending to be a retail store employee without the property's owner, without the property owner's permission will also now trigger demonetization. Another aspect with this category is cheating on video games with the use of hacking software and competitive esports so it's like they do have like weird things that they have to tackle like weird goals and jobs that they have to <laughs> tackle but like you said they're not focusing on no. stuff that a lot of people would believe is far more important right remember when those videos started going viral in like 2020 or 2021 yep. of people licking ice, the cream, ice cream in, in the grocery stores and other mm -hmm. stuff like for the environment then putting it back for the environment for, was that ever censored? <laughs> for climate change. That was because of climate change. You have to, you have to lick ice cream bottles. It's recycling, it's really. Recycling. Everyone gets to try it. So it's just, it's just interesting because this is one of those things where I was watching this the other day. I'm like, oh, I have to care about this now because we do have to. And I, to be fair, like when we cover a lot of stuff, I don't think about it. Like Tim is very careful about what they put on the, on the bonus and what they don't. Like, I don't think we cover anything super spicy topic-wise. but like, I guess every... it was spicier yesterday yeah. when we were talking about Demi more than we realized. Yeah, like I didn't realize that that was like a, a like it would have been. I mean, I thought the topic was, but it's like I'm surprised they even cared. It's yeah. YouTube. I can't believe they even cared about whether a minor was hurt because it's YouTube and YouTube is kind of crappy. So. I think they're only attached to the appearance that they care about yeah. protecting children. That's a big deal because it's a celebrity too, so it would draw more attention. Yeah. If it was a nameless, faceless person, they wouldn't care. So, All right, we got a couple of super chats. Okay, Chad Mobley said, I live in, a, in that small town, so Mobley here. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. I, <laughs> Chad Mobley. I don't get as uppity at... HC over my name though I respond <laughs> to both ah it, uh, LOL. do I pronounce it wrong no no saying, they're saying that to Hannah Claire you will not oh, answer as. to Hannah yeah well, well that's, that's fair like, it's not actually my name exactly. yeah. right it would be like saying I won't respond to Wilson yes. like or Claire I understand like if people that. called you Claire that would be odd sure and if they called this guy by someone else's name yeah. right yeah Porco Rosso forever said, you can do it, Hannah Claire. This Fast and Furious trial will be your greatest triumph. Oh, my God. I just have to come up with a game. Like, if I can make it a game, it becomes more fun. Like, I actually ended up really liking watching Tokyo Drift once I finally sat down and did it because it was so weird with all the incest references. Like, <laughs> you have then to, it was like, fun. reward yourself somehow. Like, say, like, if I finish Fast and Furious today, I'll get, like, I don't know, my favorite Starbucks drink. I don't drink, like I don't like Starbucks, but just something. something it's not the like. thing. It's like 
making it so that I will focus myself enough to sit down and find it on the streaming channel and sit there. Like that doesn't, because I don't watch a lot of movies anyways. That's the hardest thing. But if it's a game, it'll work. We were just talking about the stupid articles that are like, how to watch. Dude, there was one today. Whatever. (laughs) How to watch the uh, amazing new K-drama, whatever it was on Amazon Prime. It's just, well, it sounds like you just answered how to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Also, the other thing about your name is my brother's name um, is Ben. Mm-hmm. And he not short for Benjamin. His name is literally Ben. Ben. So, so, like, people would call him Benjamin. He's like, that's literally not my name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I try to be nice about it. I, it does <laughs> sort of bother me, I guess, that people are like, you're being uppity. Like, okay. But, they're, like, they're if you called me Amanda, I would also correct <laughs> you. Like, I think it's not they're totally unreasonable. You. It's not even dead naming. It's like you didn't even. It's like if they called you like not Marie. Like, yeah, like I guess that's similar that has to Mary, happened. but it's not your name. What if they yeah. called you? No one would Marie. be like. Uh, if someone called you Ben, you wouldn't be like. Oh, I'll just roll with it. Actually, like, I have my parents called me Ben literally all the time. Different. So <laughs> like I was literally always like for about half my life I was Ben. Most Conditioning. Of the time. There was a, there was I kid you not there was a time when my mom got my name right and I didn't respond, and then like I slowly turned. And she like knew exactly what was going on and I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> and, and it was just this weird, like we had crossed a Rubicon of some mm-hmm. weird sorts where we're like, we have finally got, like you literally, you called me Brett, you got my name right for years. Mm-hmm. Then you went through, you know, a, a decade of Ben, 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 Brett. Like you get it wrong three times, like before you get the right name. And then finally one day she says Brett again. I'm like, does this mean that Is it over? I got another 10 years of Brett right before you go back to calling me Ben? That was funny. Yes. Yeah. It's just the names are too similar. Yeah. Two well, names I, that start with B and have an E in the she middle. Did, but she did that to herself. This That's, was the woman who right? named them. I don't know how much uh, my brother got named after like like people that my dad knew during the Vietnam War. I got named after like yeah. sports people. Yeah, that so, seems nice. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel bad correcting people uh, and I definitely try to be polite about it. But like to a certain extent, like it does remind me of if someone just like blatantly called you the wrong name. Yeah. yeah. Good app said... I listen while at work, so can't chat unless on break, but always love listening in. Brett, thanks for the person of interest recommendation. The other apps are still locked in the basement. Please pray for them. That is all. Dude, everyone. At least let out neutral app. Everyone should be watching. Should at least for the sake of the fact that we just talked about big tech and the impact that big tech has on your life. That show was prophetic in just how much of it came true about big tech controlling what you're allowed to. There, there's a really great scene in the middle of season three where they're, they infiltrate a data, like a data mining company. Like they sell your information to other companies. Mm-hmm. And basically the, the owner of the company gets be revealed to be, have Chinese backing. And they find out that they're like, he's like, the world has changed, Monica. She's like, he's like, it's not the business we're in anymore. She's like, what, uh, selling information rather than protecting it? He says, no, controlling it. Because whoever controls the information controls the future. That's the world we live in now. It was 110% right. Like he says, we're, he's like, we no longer live in a world with outdated, outdated notions like patriotism anymore. What year did that show start? 2012. 2011. So, 2011. Really, like, 
at the height of like Edward Snowden. No. Snowden came out two years after they did a story, like before they did a storyline about the about NSA leaks in the show. Right. Like they, they were already doing the storyline before the Snowden leaks came out, and then they incorporated the Snowden leaks into yeah, into and then seasons. like Mr. Robot seemed to be ahead of its time as yeah. well. I think that it was started 20, in 2013. I think 2014. I think Mr. Robot was 2014. Yeah. I could be wrong yeah. about that. But yeah, no, like way ahead of its time. And then the, like, they introduce, like they have to infiltrate the like Fort Meade, the NSA in the mm-hmm. like the second to last episode of the show. And they do so by getting like a router from like a, an evidence room that's got Snowden's name on it. It's like a an Easter egg in the show. It's funny. Super good. Johnny Derp said... Uh, with you on the dad thing and sticks, Brett. I have my 71-year-old mom listening to and enjoying Tom McDonald. That is all. There you go. Amazing. That's crazy. My, I think, yeah. And somebody, like, I think, yeah. And then the next one says, Bobcat says, so Brett is a fan of Razor Fist's evil twin. Clank. Clank. <laughs> uh, I think next I will have to turn Clank. my dad on to Razor Fist. Like, I, I have my other, I have another friend, a good friend of mine who, who, who's going through this just amazing red pilling and he made it to Dave Smith in record time. So, like, if I can get my dad to Dave Smith and talking about the Mises caucus eventually like we're in we're in good shape like it's just, it's just really funny like seeing like seeing people who like my friend in particular who just had to endure years of me ranting in the car about liberty and all of these See, notions. I like the idea that he's like turning to you like Brett do you know about this? Yeah, like, and you're like, were you not listening, well, not listening to me? To me? Like, well, like, he, was, he was a computer programmer, so he always listened very intently. He was not motivated one way or the Filed other. Filed it away. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh, that sounds interesting, but he wasn't politically inclined yeah. one direction or the other. Now it's just, it's all freaking Dave Smith and and all of these people, and liberty is the truest form of social justice. And I just, I love it. I love seeing it. You love to see it, as they say. Crispy Leg Transport LLC said, why does Mary raise raises her voice when other people start talking? It's weird to hear when listing while driving. I hope you're not super chatting while driving. Um, uh, just, <laughs> it's just like when we have to, when everybody has to make their point, sometimes you have to speak up to, mm-hmm. to get, for me, it's like, I forget, I, th- I worry that I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. Does that ever happen to you? Like, maybe that's just me. Because, like, sometimes we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's, then we're like, uh. There's times where I was like, <laughs> I just throw something in there because I was going to say something completely different and my brain just vanishes yeah i think that's away. the part of the the show that people have to be aware of when they come on like as much as you might yep. have an opinion on a subject you have to roll with the conversation and yep. be willing to like go with it because if you're trying to make points it can be disruptive and like ultimately feel more awkward for the listener it's gotten easier over time it was definitely rougher in the beginning so i i, I love everyone who stuck with it in the like beginning the, beginning like it just yeah, yeah. like, well, like in the format changed too because initially we were an hour long and no one knew what the topics were and now we do know the topics beforehand like yeah i just picked has, them out and it's like you guys yeah and it was like it. everyone's first take which in some ways was really fun but in other case it was a lot of like wait somebody explain this to me i don't understand it yeah so um, it's and for me it's like i mean we were just talking about the other days like sometimes like i'm focusing on this and you know what how much time have we spent here how much time have we spent here and i i kind of like i lose the conversation a little bit because i'm doing i'm, I'm trying to do multiple things at once and do you I'm, think you raise your voice when you talk to people I guess we never asked Mary her take on it. I think that we all do it. Yeah, we know it. I do much. it. Well, we just the other day comments like Brett, stop talking over Mary. I see equal comments like, saying both. The so. Brett, stop talking over Mary. And then the next one depends Mary, on the person, I guess. Stop talking over it. Like it's uh, depends on the episode. I think there's days like well, like like the day when we talked about Kim Kardashian and Balenciaga. You had a lot to say about Kim Kardashian and Balenciaga. 
And I had like a couple of like minor things to say, but like every time I try to say, it, I'm like, eh, she's got, she's got this. Like <laughs> she, she's got this. This is good. I like whatever I'm gonna say is like I'm gonna be like the milk toast fence sitter anyways. I'm like yeah, it's probably bad, but it's probably not that bad. Like that, that's my take on everything. Like why would you listen to me if it's like like Larry Brett's like yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's got. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. Maybe. So it's Just uh, the most milk toast fence sitter. That is that is me. It's like is Bad Bunny good or is he bad? Like by the time it's done, I'm like. Well, maybe he, you know, like, yeah, it was bad. But, like, maybe if he was a climate activist, I'd have been okay with it. Virtual Grant said, it's 2023, and we need another reason other than Rings of Power to hear Mary's Australian accent again. Ideas? Um, Mary? Uh, I, I mean, maybe they'll put more of a focus on the Australian orcs. Or maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're Kiwi orcs um, in the next season of Rings of Power. Isn't the... Uh, when I'm... I don't know. What's his name? The Steve Irwin's son, like doing his work now. Oh, uh, I only know Bindi Irwin. Okay, there's he has a son son. who's like still doing it because they all work at the Australian Zoo. There. Okay. Okay. All right. She knows the lore. There's like uh, there's a great video. Have you ever seen the video about Cat Williams eulogizing the? Steve Irwin. No, it's it's incredible. (laughs) It's it's like he's like we lost one of the realest G's on earth. He's like the crocodile. <laughs> he's like, he's like guy was the shit. <laughs> we like, look, th- that was the time Dane would say we used to be a country. Like where we were still under the illusion that it wasn't all just one big mainstream media apparatus. So you love the idea of just Cat Williams sitting at home watching Steve Irwin, like with stingrays and stuff like that. I feel the same way. Like uh, somebody recently, I-, I was talking to somebody about old Lonely Island videos and there's one where they have like, because they would have like celebrities guest star in their various songs, and there's one where Puff Daddy P Diddy's on it with him. He's like, he's like, Sean, we're best friends, but you know I don't like clubs. I like the idea, and I think people loved the idea at one point that like that uh, what's his name from the Lonely Island and P Diddy hung out together. Like, but <laughs> do they? Probably not crossover like, of the century. Like not really ever. But I like like people love that idea that celebrities like it's a culture and they want to find out that like oh I love that these it's an people in are crowd. yeah it's an in crowd. But people are like uh, we're apparently weirdly okay with the fact that it was an in crowd, but they also hated you. Were people excited like when they found out um, Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake yeah. were friends? Yeah, that's like that's the thing. I don't get it. That goes with the celebrity worship thing that we always talk about. Like I don't get being pumped that too i like the idea of weird of people that are weird being friends with each other because it's weird not because they're celebrities are there celebrity friends like that i don't even think any of them are really friends with that's each what I'm other saying. it's that's not all real fake it's all fake like yeah. it back 10 years ago you still would have been under the illusion we still would have been under the illusion that that's what it was but now we know it's like his even, pr guy called his pr yeah. guy and they hung out it's like snoop dogg and martha stewart yeah, definitely. That's a big example. Like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, like everything Snoop Dogg does is hilarious because it's like Snoop Dogg completed the game like 10 years ago. He's just doing side quests now because all he does is just weird. Like, but it's it's the Bill Murray thing. It's like, look at Snoop Dogg. He's he's doing this. Snoop Dogg's doing this. And it's How weird goofy. because it's Snoop Dogg. Isn't that funny? Like uh, they had the thing where Martha Stewart, like they were advertising Bic lighters and it's like a long Bic lighter that is clearly supposed to be so that Snoop Dogg can smoke weed. And that's the, the funny part about it, right? Like it's just, it's all fake guys. All of it's fake. 
Chad Mobley said, I was teasing you, Hannah Claire, LOL. Just Damn, and he even me. uses the hyphen in between Hannah and Claire. No, you Come on, run. man. I, this I is elementary that. stuff. Uh, no, I forgive the hyphen. I think I should add it back. I think it would make more sense. Th- that was the thing. When, me, when we met, when, when I met Hannah Claire, she explains her name thing to me, and I'm expecting it to be like this one-minute thing. And it's like a 10-minute explanation because of how many steps there are and to And how it. many times to say like. I mean, it yes. just draws the whole thing out. <laughs> is, that, is the hyphen on your license? It's a problem. So there's no hyphen on most of the documents that okay. my parents would have filled out. Some of them have the hyphen. And my dad was the one who told me like 10 years into my life that there was no hyphen. Um, but some states allow you to hyphenate names and other states don't. And some states only like you do it when, mm. for you to do it with last names and they find it difficult with first names. It's been a whole thing, guys. Okay. When I, when, <laughs> I got my, when I got my last ID, it was the first time I finally got my two different eyes my my oh, two different eye oh, colors yeah. on her. And Wait, which one did you choose before? I I, I put neither. I put blue. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's lied. Nice. You can get away with crimes now. I was, like, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what to put there. So I just put, I was like, what does hazel and brown mean together? Like, I like th- those are expired now. So I like, we're past the statute of limitations on that. But here's the funny part. Now that it's, hey, like, because one's hazel, one's brown, vastly different. And it's like, instead, it's what it is, is called dichromatic. So it's D-I-C on your oh. license. <laughs> looks like dick oh. on your license. <laughs> Good app said. It is what it is. Uh, at Virtual Grants, I'm Australian, so Mary should read all my comments in an Aussie accent. The reality is, like, I'm not that good at doing accents. I just do it once in a blue moon. And, and you then, commit. then it's like you latch on to it. But, like, I'm really not good at doing accents, guys. I like it was just Alex the orc Jones. accent. I like your Alex Jones. The uh, it's hard because uh, I'm I don't have his gruff voice. It's very hard. Can you can you do the? I'm a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a human. I I like it because it sounds like a young person doing an Alex Jones accent, and then I it like it doesn't the, sound I, like Alex Jones whatsoever. I, I like the idea of a tw- of twenty year olds watching Alex Jones, like because they're like getting super super uh, red pilled, I guess, uh, or. or told about the matrix so i like the idea that there are like young adults watching alex jones and i started then... watching even when i was like 16 <laughs> maybe Amazing. 15 Amazing. waffle sensei said can i get a one in chat if you have a timcast membership two in chat if you do not or three in chat if you would get one to watch a spicy pcc after show where brett and mary go off yeah. I mean, it would be uh, it, w- it would be more Mary going off, and it would just be me cussing a lot. Like that—that's really what would be different. Yeah, like, I'm, my opinions are pretty much the same. It's more about you cursing and me having objectionable opinions. <laughs> I mean, I have like I have like jokes that would definitely be considered yes r- rude, but they're jokes, and the problem is, it's like a lot of times people don't understand what jokes are. I wish sometimes we had a, like a pre-show of sorts because that's when we're riffing on all of the stuff we're about to talk about. Yeah. And then we have to just do it all over again. And that's that's hard. Sometimes, like, because, like, the best, like, we'll be having our conversation before the show. And I was like, man, this would be great if this was the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's it's hard that way. So you're, it's actually different. Like, you're looser. Like, if we move to the new, like, when we move to the new studio, I have considered, like, do we want to do, like, a more relaxed setup like chairs? Like, 
mm-hmm. like some the more traditional podcasts that have just like lazy boys oh. with microphones because it, it does change like your mm-hmm. diet like yeah. it changes how you talk yeah one of the benefits of having a pre-show is like you get in the groove and you can chat one of the downsides is like if you guys already have like some kind of thing that's made you all laugh and then you go on the show and you're still referencing it like your audience doesn't totally get it like you have to then explain it that yes longer um pros and cons to both but yeah i feel like you guys doing an after show could be cool or just like all kinds of other content that like you couldn't do like we talk about you get demonetized if you show too much of like videos or music whereas like if we had an after show that was specifically hosted on the website Rumble. you guys could maybe like yeah. do more reviews that like you where you pause it like you could be more engaged that way it doesn't have to just be like hearing you guys curse although of course you can if you want to there is going to be a bunch of reviews up on the on timcast.com this year because there's, be so <laughs> there's so many movies there's so many movies like the all the theaters are going to get so much business this year just because we're going to be going to the movies mostly from us yes, yes. and it's going to be fun i think there might be some of them maybe where it will work where like if wesley wants to be on the show the next day like we can we can do that if he's not busy with cast castle someone said brett justifying lazy boy chairs <laughs> like you just want a lazy boy chair it if has any, nothing to do with the show i feel like you wouldn't be ashamed of that i feel like if you're like i want a lazy boy chair you'd be like pretty open about it i i know I, I think okay. it's like yeah maybe like no no like like it does like people if anything like it's too tense like a lot of times it's like you don't sit back like i do try to like we have to be careful about where we are in the shot yeah like it's it's a well. thing it's a thing so all right guys i believe we it, have one more oh, we got one more bitty beastly said mary let's hear some accents say tater tot bugatti like tater okay tater tot and Bugatti. 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, he got. I bet you he got called Tater Tot and when he was a kid. I, I gave you the Alex Jones impression. Nothing all that interesting. I am not going to say uwu in a little kawaii voice because I feel like it's gonna get clipped. It's too. It's too far. Okay, okay. but <laughs> give it your all, girl. I tried. Okay, I did my best. Did your best. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Hannah Claire. Thank you guys for having me. It's uh, fun to be back for the new year. Got any mm-hmm. good articles out today? Um, let's see. Well, I'm following the University of Idaho murder case. So Dude, I'm that's write some stuff about that later. Oh. It is pretty crazy. Does it feel like that's been kind of weirdly memory hold? Like in no, a weird way? No, it's just that the case, like, it didn't stall, but there wasn't a lot of information. So it became difficult to report on without it being like, and you did see this, like, they moved the cars this person's parents are talking and like that's interesting um i read about some uh, accusations eric adams the mayor of new york is throwing at the governor of colorado and there was this homicide in ohio a man walked into a dollar tree with a machete and killed this 22 year old girl awful and then left uh he's in custody now but so what possesses him to do something like that motive is currently unknown so there's definitely some stuff i'm also watching uh the theoretical well it's an execution that's scheduled and people are saying it would be the first transgendered inmate so i would highly recommend checking out that article because the case is really interesting and i think if you are interested in culture the discussion of gender might be interesting to you so uh you can find that actually on my twitter i think i retweeted it the other day what is the link to your twitter give us your social media yes, Santa Claire. my twitter which i definitely gonna handle for is hc brimelo um and my instagram is hannahclaire.b you can also follow me on or check out my work on timcast.com click on the read tab you can see work from me chris bertman who comes on the show cassandra fairbanks all of our journalists and I would really, really like it if you follow Timcast News on Twitter because it's excellent and we've got exclusive content that goes up, goes up there from some of our video journalists and it's just, it's a ball. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me and yeah. Thank you. Mary, in your favorite accent, please let us know where they can find you. 
Don't put that on me now. You're, then just you're. Then you're. I'm, I'm, co- uh, I'm completely unprepared. Then you're regular I'm not trained accent. for this. Your regular this voice. This is not. Then. I didn't sign up for this. This isn't in my job description. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want to see pictures of me on Instagram, you can follow me there. That's Mary Archived. I also am trying to be more active on Twitter, which is also Mary Archived. Um, that's like one of my New Year's resolutions is I'm, I'm trying to post on social media more. Someone was even, I think someone tweeted me saying like your lack of social media posting is refreshing in a good way. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I should try to change that given that I got to promote the show and stuff. So follow me there. See what happens. All right, guys, if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvik for the show. If you are new here again, thank you so much for joining us today. We are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's noon Pacific. Uh, if you'd like to listen rather than watch, we're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are sold. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram at PopCultureCrisisPod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.